We got him. We got Mark Zuckerberg. Finally, that sly devil thought he could get away with a line of Congress, but he can't. Not as long as Matt Gates is on the job. Republican Matt Gates has filed a criminal referral because of Project Veritas. You want to talk about some real journalism? Project Veritas got some whistleblowers, got some undercover evidence. And now it may, maybe, maybe that Mark Zuckerberg lied to Congress. The reason I say maybe is because this criminal referral should ignite an investigation, should being the principal word. We'll see how this plays out. But this is, this is huge news, man. Bias against conservatives, and it's not even necessarily conservatives, it's just perceivably against conservatives, has been a major issue over the past several years. And I have long said the Republican politicians are too stupid to know what's good for them to actually deal with this to solve these problems. Well, there's very few Republicans that I actually think do work, and Matt Gates is one of them, so he's doing what I would argue is a good job. We got to go after these big tech companies, but we do have a bunch of other stories today, so make sure you smash that like button. Smash it. Smash, smash it. Smash it. Subscribe. Smash. Smash. Notification smash. bell. Okay, I'm good. I'm All good. that good interaction is great for the channel. Comment. And if you want to get in the super chats, we try to read as many as we can. We, we usually don't read as many as we get because we get way too many. But uh, definitely engage with us and we'll try our best to, uh, to read your comments and all that. But we got some other stories too. Notably, something I was talking about earlier on my other channel, but we've got a very high profile activist. And I really hate to say the name of this person. Don't, don't even say it then. But we're going to have to show it. Uh, well, they can read it when. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it when we get there. I think we're going to say it. I think we'll say Just it. Just say it, whatever. So, so the issue is, let me tell you something. You may have noticed this. A couple of uh, old married people were having dinner on their patio out there in that there, uh, St. Louis. And a bunch of angry people came up yelling, you know, oh, rebel, 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 and came onto private property. And these two people in St. Louis took out their weapons and said, get off our property. They lived there in a castle doctrine state. Well, right now. In accordance to Missouri law, might I add. But according, continue. according to the AG and the governor, so, so there's a dispute on this one. But I think the Castle Doctrine law statute, I lean, I look, man, if you're on your property and you're defending it, then that's where I'm, I'm okay. Well, don't go to someone, don't go to someone else's house and then complain they defended themselves. Yep. But here's where it gets funny. The AG has said they're going to seek to dismiss these charges because they're trying to criminally charge this family. Over in Austin, what happened? Some guy was walking around with a rifle and a car, a regular person was driving through and this guy, now we have, we have some new updates from the police. This guy with the rifle walks up with a bunch of other people. In a photo, you can see him holding the grip. S some witnesses have said he pointed it at the vehicle. In the photo, we don't necessarily see that, but it does look like he's, you know, he's gripped it, like he may be ready to fire. And the driver shoots this man several times, speeds off, and someone else fires at the vehicle. That's according to the police. Okay. They arrested both of these guys. The left has raised a hundred grand for this man who was marching around with a loaded rifle and approached a regular citizen, and they call him a martyr. They call him a hero. But the McCloskeys, evil criminals, criminals who must be arrested. And this is probably the best example of why you have to stop these people. They care not for principle or ethics. They will not be fair with you. And you know what was the craziest thing about this story? Hmm. It reminded me of something. You know it reminded me of? What? A meme posted oh. by Donald Trump. Oh, you're right. When he said, the truth is, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. Yep. I thought about that and I was kind of like, well, you know, look, it's a regular of, guy in a car, right. regular guy in a car. He's the bad guy. He's the Nazi. Well, the dude with the rifle is the martyr. The McCloskeys, the regular people in their home having dinner. They're the bad guys. You see how they play it? You will always be the bad guy. 
They are the heroes. So we definitely want to go through this, talk through, talk about all this stuff. And then I got another story, man. Props and shout outs to Michael Tracy. He's a journalist and he actually drove around and, and surprise, surprise, in today's day and age, most people wouldn't expect it. He did real journalism. And it's, it's as simple as him just driving to various businesses in various cities and asking locals how they felt and seeing the real carnage that the riots had wrought. And he talks about how people aren't actually focused on the victims. He called it a, an, a media scandal of epic proportions that journalists have ignored months of suffering and chaos from the destruction of these riots. And they're focused on culture war issues. So I'll take some criticism there. I disagree a little bit with some of his you know, assertions, but I think overwhelmingly it's excellent work. We, we got to talk about this. I'll tell you what, man. I, I got extremely angry reading this, this, this article because, I mean, these, these, these far leftists are literally salting the earth of these poor communities to make sure they could never flourish. It's yeah, psychotic. It's, it's terrible. So this is what we got. We're going we're gonna to get into it. So make sure you smash that like button. You, you know, would you mind if I, Do if it, I to talk it. about yeah, this? Yeah, bro. This, this means a lot to me, and I, I really want to say thank you to um, this is uh, Staff Sergeant Kevin. I'm not going to read the rest just out of respect. Um, but I'm going to read this letter to you all. This is, was just sent to us today. Uh, Hello, Mr. Poole. I wanted to express my thanks for all the hard work that you and the rest of the crew put forward every day. While I've been overseas for the past couple of months, I've been listening to your posted YouTube videos and your longer format show with Adam and Lydia. They provide an excellent source of context to the cable news we see overseas. I've shared more than one of your videos to the younger airmen in my shop, and it's been a pleasant surprise how many of them were engaged in the things you were saying. They've even helped spark off several long, deep conversations around our break room around all sorts of issues, likely what, um, likely, uh, excuse me, like what actually constitutes oppression or the importance of emotional maturity when trying to effectively take a position. And now the debate about free speech and what that means for a private online service, whether you believe so or not, having a couple precious hours to distract from the humdrum of everyday life in the desert can be a big morale booster. In return, I would like to extend uh, a token of our appreciation and support. We've had this U.S. flag flown especially for you um, on an aircraft while in support of a combat mission. I would like to have... Uh, have it recognize all your dedication and hard work. Thank you for what you do. Wow, man, I get a, I got, I got a little, <laughs> I, I got a little teary eyed the first time I read it, and I got a little teary eyed there. This, this means a lot to me, and uh, this is, uh, this is the certif- certificate. This is to certify the accompanying United States flag was flown on a combat mission in support of Operation Inherent Resolve on board the U.S. Air Force C-130H. Thank you very much. This really means a lot combat, to us. Combat mission. And uh, yeah. especially to me, wow. I, I wanted to join the Air Force as a kid. My uncle was in the Air Force. Um, my, my, I have a few family members in, in the service, and I, I really appreciate all of you out there. So thank you. This is one of the coolest things. I am, I am humbled. I am yeah. flattered. I'm honored. We're going to, <clears throat> I believe, the framing it. We, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I want to make sure we do everything properly and with, with appropriate honor. Get it framed, get it hung up, so everybody, you know, so we can have it, and maybe even we're, we're going to we're moving to a new set, and maybe even have it behind us the entire time. That is that is that is incredible. That is truly true. I like epic. that. Let's do that. That's yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you guys so much for sending that to us. That's yeah. a, that's really I can't. I'm speechless. So how about we uh, we uh, dive right into this uh, this year's story? Here. Let's oh, do yeah. it. GOP's Matt Gates files criminal referral against Zuckerberg for alleged false statements under oath. Now, before you all get your hopes up. This is a good first step. 
but it's supposed to be an investigation. I'm going to tell you right away what I think. He's just going to be like, oh, I was mistaken. <laughs> of course. It wasn't intentional. And there you go. What are you going to do? Too easy. So they're, they're trying to say basically that he lied. False statements. Let's read it. They say representative from Newsweek, by the way. Representative Matt Gates on Monday filed a criminal referral against Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg for allegedly making false statements to Congress during two joint hearings in April 2018. Gates said Zuckerberg repeatedly and co- categorically denied Facebook engaged in bias against conservatives or censored content supportive of President Donald Trump. However, a Project Veritas investigation revealed the overwhelming majority of content Facebook's artificial intelligence filtered was in support of Trump and other Republican people and ideas, ideals. Now, this part's important. It's going to be hard for him to dispute because he'd have to argue he has no idea how his system functions. And that's going to be really bad for their stock and for him as the leader of the company. That's a good point. Yes, advertisers. I have no idea what content will appear next to your ads. I have no idea why or how. They're going to be like, uh, isn't that something the CEO should know? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So he might have to come out and be like, well, we didn't mean it that way. I think he'll avoid, you know, know, the the worst part is he'll get a fine. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, we hereby fine you $50 million. And he'll be like, we made, you know, how many billions last year? Sure, fine. The Republican congressman sent a letter to to Attorney General William Barr asking the Department of Justice to investigate Zuckerberg. The statements in question were made during a House Energy and Commerce Committee hearing and again at a joint hearing of the Senate Judiciary Committee and the Senate uh, and the Senate uh, Commerce, Science and Transportation Committee. Quote, as a member of this body, I question Mr. Zuckerberg's veracity and challenge his willingness to cooperate with our oversight authority, diverting congressional resources during time sensitive investigations and materially impeding our work. Gates said in the letter, such misrepresentations are not only unfair, they are potentially illegal and fraudulent. Potentially, keyword. Newsweek reached out for Facebook to, to Facebook, but they have not responded. Zuckerberg told senators at the April 10th hearing that he understood concerns legislators, legislators had about conservative censorship because Silicon Valley is an extremely left-leaning place. He said he shared that concern, and it's something he tries to root out in the company. The next day, he responded to a question from Representative Steve Scalise by saying, there was absolutely no directive to have a bias in anything we do. To the contrary, our goal is to be a platform for all ideas. Now, that was a lie. Th- that, that's what he said in, in Congress when he was yeah. uh, you know, on the stand. So, uh, and, so oh, uh, responding. Well, well, here's the challenge, though. Our goal. What does that even mean? You the see? goal, right. Right. That's it doesn't mean they do it. Rather loose. Exactly. We can mm-hmm. do whatever we want. My goal is to have $20 billion. Yeah. Yeah, great. You know, we, we, we can all you know, go to sleep and have a nice little dream. During Veritas's undercover investigation, a Facebook content moderator said she would delete every Republican item that showed up on her queue. She added that she doesn't remove anti-Trump content, even if it violates the uh, mm. she, even if it violates the policy. If someone is wearing a MAGA hat, I am going to delete them f- for terrorism. Another moderator said, "I think we are all doing that." Now here's another snag. This, I believe, was a third-party company. Zuckerberg is going to say Facebook didn't do anything. Third-party company did. Yeah. At the time of the investigation's release, James O'Keefe, the founder of uh, and CEO of Veritas, said the findings raised serious doubts about Zuckerberg's testimony on Capitol Hill. O'Keefe added the the report called into question Facebook's immunity under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Gates wrote in the letter to Barr that the findings of the Project Veritas investigation were in direct contrast with Zuckerberg's testimony that Facebook was a politically neutral platform. Facebook's AI screening content is not politically neutral. Neither are the moderators hired to review content flagged by the AI program, Gates told Barr. This stands in opposition to Zuckerberg's congressional testimony 
and violates the good faith provision of Section 230C2A of the Communications Decency Act, the congressman asked Barr to investigate Zuckerberg for making materially false statements to Congress while testifying under oath and asked for full and proper consideration. First of all, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, bravo, good sirs, excellent work. Indeed, that was there's a good, good report. So few, there's so little real journalism going on. Mm-hmm. And Veritas gets ripped to shreds by the media for going after these powerful companies and players. And I will tell you right away, they argue that Veritas is biased. They're conservative. So what does that mean when they go after CNN or the Washington Post or Google or Facebook? Are those companies all left-leaning? Is he biased for going after them? That's a good question, mm. right? The answer is, of course not. He's going after, he's, he's speaking truth to power. He's getting people on the record that are revealing these powerful individuals are subverting our right to speech. Now, I'm not saying the First Amendment, that's a government-related thing, but if they're going to host political discourse and monopolize the commons, the mm-hmm. space we need as people to, to engage in discourse, we got a serious problem here, man. I was just looking up here. Um Section CC is protection for the Good Samaritan blocking and screening of offensive material. So that's what it's under, like right. the good the good faith uh, provision. That's what I, this was, is, I just checked it out. So this goes beyond uh, just yeah. Well, so this is interesting. It goes just it, it, this uh, referral from Matt Gates is one of the first steps. I mean, I, I suppose the first step is having them testify. Yeah, this referral is extremely important. Even if Zuckerberg says, "Oopsie, whoopsie," I didn't know. Yeah. What happens now is they open the door for violations of Section 230, Mm -hmm. which means Facebook could be sued for literally anything posted on the site by anyone. That's a good point. And Facebook is responsible. So because of their biased actions, because we have moderators on the record saying we violate the good faith provisions of this, they they, they straight up say we'll remove someone for wearing a MAGA hat. Section well, it's 230. It's offensive to them, Tim. No, but but <laughs> they're not going to be able to succe- successfully defend themselves against a lawsuit saying they were removing objectionable material when they tell the judge he had a, he had a MAGA hat on. And the judge is going to be like, how is how is that in any way objectionable? The president wears the hat. Right. Well, we think it's objectionable. Ah, get out of here. Yep. You're vi- like you, look. Oh yeah, they shot themselves in a the foot. <clears throat> that that uh, if you haven't seen the Project Veritas um, exposing Facebook videos, they're lying. Go check them out. Oof. So. These companies have long been violating mm-hmm. the section, section 230. Oh, yeah. And the problem is, I guess nobody is actually filing the suits. You know, I, I, I don't know exactly how it would work. Here's, I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, if there's any lawyers in the chat, somebody will say, you know, Adam Krigler called me a big, stupid doo-doo head on Facebook. It's true. I'm suing it's, it's Facebook true. for yeah. defamation. Facebook would then have to respond to the judge. Section 230 defends us from liability. I would then, you know, have to respond, actually, Facebook is in violation of the good faith provision because they choose and remove outside of the confines of the Good Samaritan removal. And the judge would have to be like, okay, or no, and then appeal. I don't know exactly how it would work. I'd imagine it would be something like that. I did talk to a lawyer friend of mine before about this and was told basically people need to start filing lawsuits that specifically drive through the heart of Section 230. The problem is we like Section 230. What yeah. we don't like is them abusing it. Right. By abusing it, they're able to tilt the whole conversation. Now, I suppose there's a net benefit in the sense that the silent majority exists. And it's been emboldened and embiggened, if you would, by... That's actually a word now, apparently. Really? Embiggen. Yeah, it's in the dictionary. 
uh, Simpsons reference. The, so the silent majority, I was looking it up. I guess it's a reference to Nixon. Okay. Like the, the you know, I, I think it was Nixon. Was it Nixon? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm appealing to, you know, the, the general idea is the people who don't engage in politics, but have real concerns. They're not just speaking up all the time. Okay. Because of what these social media companies have done with bias and just basically nuking conservatives and, and my, like, I, I got to stop there. Okay. People keep saying it's bias against conservatives. This is important. It's actually not. It's biased against people who oppose the far left. Right. Now, because the conservatives are most likely to be the ones standing up and speaking out against the far left, they're the ones who are being nuked indiscriminately. Yeah. But there are absolutely liberal individuals who will say something about, say, like, you know, trans issues and then be nuked. And they're not conservative. Right. They'll get banned. In fact, there are some really anti-Trump people who have been banned for talking about, you know, talking bad of, of intersectionalism. And even anti-war progressives who have been nuked entirely, like uh, YouTube, uh, not, I'm sorry, Twitter, purged a ton of progressive anti-war activists. So that's what, that, that's what it's really about. It's like if you oppose the establishment orthodoxy. And, well, I mean, I think the, the, the whole reason it's a silent majority is these people aren't on Twitter. They're not, I mean, maybe they're on Facebook more than Twitter, but I have a feeling they're not even on any of those things. Did, did you hear what happened in Chicago when they, the day after they took down the Columbus statue? No, what happened? So they, they took, the, the mayor of Chicago finally said, all right, fine, we'll take down the, the statue because the rioters have been demanding it. At 3 a.m., yep. overnight, they went and snuck and got it, mm. got it, it out. It was big, too. Yeah, it was, it, was, statue. Yeah, it was a big statue. So the Italian-Americans in Chicago were pissed. They are really mad. They, they went out and they were like, you know what? We, we got that statue. We, we legally wanted it. We, we yep. like went through the process. We legally got it and, and did it and put it up. For, for them to give in to the demands of these terrorists that are terrorizing our city shows how how wrong the the, gov- gonna, the government but, but bro, is but bro. and there's and we're standing up we we you started a war like they're like we're we're you you activated us uh mayor lightfoot like you <laughs> you did this so we're coming the silent majority is being embiggened is that but, is that a word? what is the the well definition? Let, let, let me just say this real quick Go ahead. uh you said that the guy was basically saying you've you've given in to the demands of the far left terrorizing us yep no she didn't she yeah. is the far left terrorizing them. That's a good point. Well, if you, that's if, not the way they see it, though. Right? I, I know, I know. But my point is, if 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 a hundred people come out with sickle and hammers all over themselves, and they're yelling marks over and over again, and throw ropes over a statue and try and pull it down, and then the mayor comes in and goes, "Stop! Stop! We brought a crane! Yay! <laughs> She's with them. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. What do you mean? It's true. But well, why do it at three in the morning? That's just dirty. To stop the the other people from showing up and stopping her. You're right. She That's basically true. she basically was like, "Hey, all of you crazy terror people, mm-hmm. stop what you're doing, please. Don't you understand? I'm We're going to do it way better. We're going to do it at three in the morning with a big crane, and no one will stop us." We passed. The, so uh, the Embiggen reference is a Simpsons joke, where I can't remember who it was, Miss Krabappel or whatever. She says, "I've never heard the word Embiggen." They're watching a, a, a story about Jebediah Springfield, the founder. Yeah, he's like a noble spirit, Embiggens even the smallest man or something. <laughs> she's like, I've, "She's like, I've never heard the word Embiggen until moving to Springfield." And then the other teacher goes, "Embiggen's eh, a perfectly cromulent word." <laughs> now, Embiggen and cromulent are actual; <laughs> they're in the dictionary. It's cromulent, and, just like perfectly it, acceptable or something. Yeah, it means it, <laughs> right. It means like form fitting and acceptable or something. Or like, See, yeah. context is everything. Here, yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. got it right here. Embiggen to enlarge <laughs> or grow or to make or become bigger. 
Yeah. Perfect. All right. And biggin. <laughs> I, 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 I actually, I, I don't know if it, it's, if it, if it existed before and I, they were making a joke about it. I don't think that's exactly accurate because it's more emboldened. Like they, they're, they're not just, I mean, to enlarge, you know, to grow. Sure. But it's, it's, <laughs> they're already there. The, the numbers are there. Now they're just, you know, the silent majority. I'm talking about the silent majority. Well, so, here. so the reason why this all ties together is that we talked, you know, last week about this Cato Institute study that found 62% of Americans are afraid to speak about their political opinions. And the only, okay, so you've got strong liberal, liberal, moderate, conservative, strong conservative. Guess which one was comfortable expressing themselves in public? We, know, we all the know. The far left. <laughs> the only ones, the, the loudest screamers. Mm-hmm. The, it was the staunch liberal. Yeah. And only by about 52%, I think, like half, felt that they could speak their opinions in public without offending anybody. Now, that's either extreme ignorance, like they're really dumb, just like, why would anyone, anyone be offended about me saying I'm going to repeal civil rights legislation? You know what I mean? Like, certainly that's offensive to a ton of people. I'm certainly offended about it. Yeah, me too. But they don't think it's offensive to say. The, the crazy thing, for the most part, is when I tell people about this, they don't believe it. They're like, I have a friend who goes out and marches for this stuff and then literally believes that because she wearing her frilly flower dress holds up a sign that we are calling her Antifa. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, are you going around smashing windows? Are you going around tearing things down and beating people? No one is talking about you. But I will say you provide the shield, Mm -hmm. the mass for those people to go out and destroy things. Yep. So that I will criticize. But when I said to her, I was like, you have to you have to understand why I'm not a fan of what you're doing. I understand protesting police brutality and all that stuff. But you're actively supporting people who are appealing civil rights law. And her response is like, prove it. And I'm like, done. Here's the link. This doesn't make sense. Someone must be getting paid off. I don't understand what's happening. That's yeah, well, what, maybe that was re- the response. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe you should ju- you should not go out and hold up. Like, you know what, man? It reminds me of that thing that happened at the Cernovich event in New York where a bunch of Antifa were protesting Mike Cernovich speaking at Columbia. Somebody walked up to the front of the march and unfurled this big banner and said, please hold this. And they did. Wow. And it was a pro- Nambla poster. Do you know what Nambla is? I don't think I want to know. The North American Man Boy Love Association, oh, I think. That. Oh, that. Yep. Yeah, okay. Gross. Because they did not read what they were flying. The mindlessness of what they're doing. Yep. Oh, that's so gross. Yep. That movement, somebody, that movement is disgusting. Somebody tricked these Antifa into flying that banner. And the, the, there's a video of them carrying it for, a, a, I think, like a minute or so, a couple minutes until someone else noticed and ran up and snatched it and ripped it up and was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And they were confused. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, we're just holding the banner. That someone gave us yep. nicely. Yep. Ignorance. Very nice of them. Imagine what you must, uh, like to, to the people who would, who would go out and fly these signs without <sighs> reading them. I, I said this last month. Ignorance is a, is a really crazy pandemic running through our society right now. Among our younger generation, that's what it really feels like. Well, it's like you were talking about before. People want to be YouTubers. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and here we are as YouTubers. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's okay. funny. Actually, a friend of mine and I were talking about that, basically saying, like, how can you, you sit there being a YouTuber, calling out how younger generations, you know, want like, it's bad that they want to be a YouTubers. It's like, yeah, the difference is I didn't want to be a YouTuber. I, that's not what I set out to do. I set out to, I mean, I was a, a pro skater, you know, I was 
you know, modeling, traveling around the world, doing that for a long time, trying to be a musician, you know, so I, I had other things. And then you called me and you were like, do you want to do the show? And I was like, all right, I'm not doing anything. Well, actually, it was Let's like, do this. Remember that show we tried doing a couple of years ago? Yeah, that's true. Do it again. We did try. <laughs> but we better. did try the show. Now we have equipment. Well, and, <laughs> nice. and we were under someone else's authority. Now we can do our we're doing right, our right, own right. stuff. You know, I, I would say this when they say they want to be YouTubers, they're not talking about news and politics and and activism they just want Jake to be Paul. famous yeah. no well no I'm, that's what it is they just want the fame they want to be famous that's what it is they think there was there was this very famous youtube uh young woman who like had a mental breakdown after getting like a million plus subs okay because what ends up happening is these people don't realize you, you you're digging a hole and you get trapped in it where it's like I, I think about bands that break up, right? Okay. I, I was thinking about like Fallout Boy. Mm. You know, they were moderately big in the 2000s and they broke up and then they got back together later. You know why? Because they got sick of it. It was too much work. This is my assumption, by the way. I don't know exactly why they broke up. And they're probably like, I want to do other things. Okay. So they quit. Then the money dries up real fast. And then they're like, uh-oh, I really enjoyed having tons of money and yes. fancy living. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to working. So what happens to these young people is when they reach this epic proportion on YouTube, it takes a ridiculous amount of work. And now all of a sudden they're trapped where they're like, I have my dream. If I stop now, I'll lose everything. Hmm. And so they refuse to let it go. And they get trapped in that cycle, become really depressed. And then these, these, these people who watch, these kids, they think it's all glory and glamorous. They don't realize it's, it's man, fame and celebrity, all this stuff has always been glamorized. Yeah, that's and true. it's always just, it's just people don't get it. It's not the case. Newsflash, by the way. I don't want to be a YouTuber. <laughs> I, you know, I am certainly enjoying myself. I, I, I am. I, I really, it, the critical thinking, I feel like I've learned an incredible amount of stuff over the past six months, you know, but my end game is not to just do this forever. You know, I would love to further my music career. I still really would like to do that. Maybe I would try acting sometime, like, or, or get into politics. You know, I thought about that for a, the past couple years. Do you know what the Sword of Damocles is? No, what is it? Do you, do you know the story? I'm familiar with this story. Are, do you, are, you, are you confident? Do you want to tell it? I'm not confident enough to tell it. <laughs> well, my general understanding is basically this dude was like, so this guy, right? You know, he walks up to the king and he goes, yo, king, you're so lucky being king. And the king's like, you think so? And he goes, yeah, I wish I was king. And he was like, I'll tell you what, how would you like to be king for a day? And he's like, well, I'll be king, bro. So then the king is like, all right, come back tomorrow and come sit on the throne. And you're king. He's like, dude, awesome. So the dude shows up the next day and he sits down and he looks up and there's a sword hanging by a hair right oh, over yeah. his head. And he goes, what, 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 what is this? And the king's like, that's a sword about to drop at any moment being hung by, by a hair. And the guy is like, I don't, I don't want to be king anymore. I don't want to be king. And the king basically said, you have a, you have, you're a big target with a sword hanging over your head that could snap at any moment. Everybody, you know, basically the gist is when you're doing politics like this, you make enemies. You know, when you, when, 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 so actually to wrap it up back to what we're talking about with Facebook's bias. When Adam Krigler does a video where he's like, you know, you, you say you want to vote, vote for Trump, then it goes up on Facebook and Facebook nukes it. Yep. Yeah, because they're like, we don't like this guy. We're going to come after him. Well, it's funny. You should you should bring up Trump also because he, he was told all his friends were like, people are going to hate you. you you're going to you're going to get hated. People are going to run you through the ringer. And he's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, dude. I feel like the country needs me. And I believe I it. I think I think it really does deeply affect him, though, because he's this guy who's always like, could you imagine living your entire life with everyone praising you mm -hmm. all the time? Hit TV show, your name, big gold letters. Everybody loves you. They say the American dream is to be Donald Trump. 
And then as soon as you run for president, it's like 70 years, you know, 60 plus years mm-hmm. of being like, I don't know what it was like when he was younger, though. But like he had this period of adulthood where he was the best of the best. Yep. Everyone loved him. That's true. Now, all of a sudden, the media was just tearing him to shreds every day. I think they're, they're, that that's coming to an end, though, because people are becoming aware of, of who he actually is as far as outside the media realm you know i yes but i think the bigger issue is when a group of people romp around your town smashing everything and destroying your life you start to ask questions about what's really going on more importantly when you notice that you know your friends and your family are suffering under the destruction of all these businesses and the media won't talk about what's happening you start to question what are they talking about and why more importantly when you see far left people in all black smash up the window of your favorite restaurant and then Jerry Nadler comes out, waddles up to the microphone and goes, Antifa is a myth. You go, wait, what? They just smashed up my restaurant. Well, in, it, he didn't say Antifa. He said the, the riots in Portland were a myth. He initially said, I, I don't remember where he said it, somewhere in like a House committee. Oh, okay. In a different different time. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe there's context here. It's missing. But the general idea was that Antifa is a myth. Yeah. And then when it was brought up to him by Flecka about the, uh, Flecka is a, a YouTuber and personality about the riots in Portland. He says the rioting and stuff, that's all a myth. It's only talked about in D.C. Yeah. And now it's only spread, only spread in D.C. So (laughs) crazy when you have people in Oregon literally super chatting us during the show being like, I can't stand this. Yeah. Like these people need to stop. Trump needs to send them in. It's like that's true that almost every show they're they're super chatting us saying, look, I I live here and this is insane. We want we want it to end. I live here. Please help it end. And you know, the funny thing about it is Hmm. I posted a I posted a clip from uh, some photos from Michael Tracy's reporting of the there's restaurant there's there's uh, a market it says please don't hurt us please don't hurt us we support black lives matter hmm. nightmarish that's sad. yeah it is it's horrifying i posted this and i get a response from someone saying hey man i live in portland everyone's fine and i'm like here's an article from the oregonian of people who own businesses downtown saying we're suffering yeah we need the police to solve the because the police are standing down in many instances and only dealing with the riots and the protests crime has gone up apparently General crime. What a surprise. Yeah. And so th- they're also saying nobody wants to show up. Nobody wants to come down here because there's chaos and violence at night. Yep. And the whole thing gets destroyed. So people don't show up. Now these businesses are suffering. So you know what? Fine. Maybe for the most part, Portland is okay. But when did we ever be like, we're a nation of 330 million and we're willing to sacrifice mm, those people. Hmm. Yeah. That, that 100,000 people in the gutter. You know what? I'm going to take this this moment to just shout out Philip Anderson because he is oh he, yeah dude. he is standing in front of them, in front of this entire crowd that's trying to bring down the the courthouse and yelling at him to stop, please stop. You you guys are using violence, and uh, man, there's there's plenty of videos out there. He's been banned twice on Twitter, and they're telling him. I, I watched that video you posted. The Antifa people are like, "Go home, get out of here," and he's yeah. like, "No, yeah." He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to leave. What are you talking about? Like, I, I'm here to, because you guys are here. Like, I want you all to stop. Like, you know, he's yep. like, I, you know, I am. I'm the person you think, say matter. So if if I matter, prove it to me. Think about this. You got these people, the silent majority, that don't stand up. They mind their own business. They go to work. Yep. And now they're being forced to come out. People like what was his name? Philip. Philip. Yeah. Yeah. He he's coming out. He doesn't seem like a guy who normally does this. Maybe no, you're is. right. You know, but now he's now, now now you did it. Now you now you woke up people. They're getting all angry and they're coming out. Yep. And and it's look, man, Rasmussen's polling. Trump is doing better than ever. 
Maybe it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong. Could be a close race. Oh, he's doing better, better than ever for sure. Silent majority is massive. It's and not I, silent anymore, man. They're standing up. I see it. I see it more and more now. Videos of people grouping up, and there, there was. I don't remember what town it was, but there was a small town in America where there was like a group of ten, maybe fifteen. I, I don't want to say Antifa. I don't want to say Black Lives Matter because I don't know who is who anymore. But they were just completely swallowed up by this American flag waving crowd and I was just yes Did you hear about the dude it felt so good to see that you hear about the dude who tried to run over the Blue Lives Matter rally what no yeah, Col- I think it was was that Colorado Eaton Colorado Eaton yeah. Colorado mm-hmm. oh man he jumped a curb they arrested him yeah wow. he, he jumped a curb and like drove at him people got out of the way wow yep the people who see here's the thing they're crazed the people who are speaking up you know no longer staying silent they get like they try to kill them you know yep I think there's a obvious reason why they, they need to make sure they stay silent yep. to keep the perception that this country is far left. And it's really funny to me when I see these progressive pundits use excuses and manipulative polls to say things like, America really is a progressive country. Here's the proof. They do really clever things with polling like, you know, they'll ask you, Frank Luntz talks about this, how they'll ask you a question and then draw a, a twisted conclusion based off what they ask you. Right. Like, okay. Would you be in support of deporting an illegal immigrant child from this country, you know, like on their own? And then it's like, it's a very extreme, most people say no. And then they'll say, you know, 90% of people uh, uh, oppose deportations. They <laughs> yeah. won't give you the full context. Of so then course. you're, you know, and then all of a sudden. Context you, is everything. Right. Yep. There's clever ways they can do this. They can also, they can also ask you questions to guarantee the answer they want. Oh, yeah. So I, see that. I, I, don't, I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but it's basically just how they frame the question. Oh, you know, yeah. like like I just showed you, would you then you say, oh, yeah. of course, I would not, you know, and then ask, they say, ask an answer that there's only one one answer. But but insert a little bit of information that they can twist. I, yeah, I so see you that could, a lot, actually. Would you support deporting people who, you know, entered this country illegally? Yes or no. And then you'll get, you know, a yes or no answer. Right. But then you can taint the question, you know, yes. children or you know, the marginalized peoples. Yeah, we used to do this all the time when I worked in a call center because we were doing outgoing calls. We were asking people poll questions. So we would ask them political questions and you could always tell who was funding it, even though it was usually like a pack, like a super pack or something. Like I don't know what Progress for America is or why they're buying this person's um, polling data, but I'm reading these questions and I can tell exactly what they want people to say. And they're saying... And, and you know what? Trump does it too. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I get these emails... And it'll be like, do you, uh, you know, how, it's like, how would you rate the president's performance in the past year? Superb, excellent, great, other. <laughs> and, I, and I just see it and I laugh. Yeah. But, but that's, I think, meant to be silly. Like, because, the, you know, I was thinking about this when it comes to the culture war. I was, uh, you, you, what's that new PragerU video uh, from Carlin? Carlin, yeah. She's talking about yeah, going to great. a Trump rally. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And she talks about how the Trump rally, everyone's laughing and singing and dancing. It's like a rock and, show. And waving American flags. And then the mm-hmm. Democrat thing is like doom and gloom and like mm-hmm. depression. Everyone's racist and horrible. Yeah. I, and love, that's, I love the, there's one line in there that just said, make America civil again. And I was just like, yes. Well, it's, I think. We, got the, we need that. It's, it's the true liberals and conservatives that are actually civil with each other right now. Yeah. And then you have the fringe far left. And, you know, I, I'm, 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 this, is, this is true. I've said, I've said this before, but the far left wants Trump to win. CNN wants Trump to win. They need him to. They do. They do. You see, CNN's ratings are going to tank if Biden wins. So what they have to do is pretend they hate Trump while trying to find a way to actually make sure he wins. Interesting. 
We'll see if they actually, I mean, it's, it's, it's an assumption. I'm not saying it's, it's true, but I'm saying what is true is that CNN has benefited great, greatly from Trump's presidency. Okay. And Jeff Zucker, the president of CNN, uh, he was the apprentice guy, right? He, he ran NBC. Yeah, he ran NBC. Yeah. So they know that Trump is a gold mine. That's why they, they, they love that he's in office. Trump okay. bump. Yeah, the Trump bump, they call it. The far left feels similarly. If Donald Trump loses and Joe Biden wins, mm-hmm. all of these sleepy liberals will immediately disavow the far left. They'll become, the far left will be marginalized. No one will support them. No one will link arms to protect them because Joe Biden's president. It happens every time. When George W. Bush was president, you had the famous 2004 RNC where a bunch of far leftists got arrested for having Molotov cocktails right. and shields and bats and stuff. Then Obama gets elected and they don't do anything. I mean, a little bit. There was Black Lives Matter riots, but that wasn't targeting Barack Obama himself. Well, there was a lot of Molotov cocktails last night in Portland. Yeah, they found a couple. Well, yeah. they, they found a couple, but then there was also um, a bunch of, of, they weren't Molotovs, but they were mason jars sealed all yeah. along. But they found them. Yeah, they yeah, found yeah. them all, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. Not, the, not the police. The police reported that they found uh, two Molotovs. Oh, but there was a bunch. Yeah, yeah. This and is a, a separate report of, of mason jars surrounding the fence. Oh, wow. That wow. Uh, didn't have rags in them, but I can only imagine it was they something were full of flammable. Or something? Probably something So you could throw them. Yep. Probably, you know? Yeah, this is one of their tactics. They leave resources lying around for people. And yes. the, cop, the cops found magazines, loaded magazines, yep. and, and mason jar Molotovs with rags coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do this. Let's jump over to uh, the hypocrisy, because I really want to really highlight this, and we're going to call out um, a high-profile activist. I hate calling out people specifically. Yeah, I agree. But what we're dealing with right now, let me just tell you, a man in Austin wielding a rifle walks up to a car, gets shot and killed. Some witnesses said he pointed it at the vehicle, after the guy shot him, shot this, uh, the, the driver shoots the guy with the gun, someone else, appro- uh, one of these, I guess, rioters at this point, started shooting the dude's vehicle. He's, he fled. The cops arrested these two guys. This man, Garrett, who had the rifle, died. So again, we have a photo of him holding the gun, and witnesses said he pointed at the vehicle and then got shot. So, so just a little context, too. Um, I, saw the, I saw a couple different eyewitness videos of this. Now, they were, they were marching straight. They were kind of all spread out. I'm talking about the uh, protesters. And this car was just driving down the street. It kind of like reached where the crowd was and honked a a few times. It like bumped a barrier. Kind of like, no, there was no barrier. No barrier? Mm -mm. It honked a couple times like, you know, get out of the way. And you can see all of them were like, finally, we can like take like our anger at someone. They all turned and just converged on the car. And anyone within like a 30 foot radius turned and like came to the car so like imagine you know what that would feel like if you're in that car surrounded by people they're all yelling and you look out the window and what do you see someone brandishing an ak-47 it is an ak that's what yeah. uh, that's what it was so i'm just giving a little context to what happened well, pr- previous before you know the actual yeah. incident then bang 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 five shots five yeah. shots followed by three shots mm-hmm. according to law enforcement those three shots was someone from the protest shooting at the car this guy, Garrett, died. A GoFundMe was launched. The GoFundMe has raised over, let me see if I can pull it up, $107,824, and they, they, they disabled it. I was wondering why GoFundMe allowed this and not a bunch of other GoFundMes that get deleted or taken down. Good question. If this guy really did point that rifle, and he may have, we, we have video of him actually having his hand on the grip, 
If he succeeded in causing harm or threatening someone's life, this would have been taken down in two seconds. Hmm. Only because his life was taken, I suppose. They're allowing it. But what do you think the left is referring to him as? A martyr. Of course. A martyr of the cause. You know why? Because the far left recognizes their right to the Second Amendment, their right to, to walk around with loaded guns, but not yours. Because when it comes to the couple in St. Louis, Kim Gardner seeks to stop Missouri Attorney General from meddling in McCloskey gun case. That's right. Oh, you know, that's, that's rich when they were meddling with the, the evidence themselves. Right. Now, we, we did a full subject on this. You can, you can check our, our past videos, and we, we did a full segment rundown on that, that so you can check that out. So, here, so, well, basically, the context. When Patricia McCloskey, she had a handgun, it was inoperable because the firing pin and spring were reversed. They claimed that was intentional because they were using it as a prop in a courtroom. They apparently when it was delivered to the crime lab, they disassembled it. It was inoperable. So they disassembled it and reassembled it and then said it was readily available, you know, readily capable of federal uh, of lethal force. Now, the left has argued because I've talked to some leftists about this. They said the crime lab was just trying to see if the weapon could work. They weren't tampering with evidence. And I think that is a total cop out. Absolutely. The, they're saying, Definitely. no, the McCloskey's flipped the pin after the fact to make it seem like it. And I'm like, that's conjecture. You got no proof that happened. Correct. All we know is the weapon they received was inoperable. And and it was changed from when it entered evidence yep. to now. Right. That's tampering. That That is tampering with evidence, period. I mean, the, their attorney said so. But the media is not saying it. There's been no charges or anything. Oh, the so. media. Okay. Right. Of sure. Course. <laughs> well, so here's the bigger picture, man. Here's the big picture. How is it that regular, if, if, if you are a regular person on your property and a mob of people enter your private property and you legally say, get off my property, you're a villain. You're mm. a villain. And how is it if you're this guy in Austin with an AK and you walk up someone's car, they say, you're a martyr. I'm now going to show you some Facebook posts from someone I normally don't like to highlight, but it needs to be done because this guy's got millions of followers. And as much as many people really, really hate him, especially progressives, they really don't like him. Yeah. He's one of the most prominent and well-known Black Lives Matter activists. All right. Where's this, this awful image? Sean King. Ugh. Here's what Sean King said. That's Garrett Foster. He was an unarmed unarmed, nonviolent demonstrator last night in Austin, Texas. Well, I, I, I got to stop right there. I'm sorry. I got I to stop right there. Let me let me just play a game with y'all. Let me let me play a game of showing you a photograph of Garrett Foster holding his AK. Oh, OK, a and with approaching. His hand. This is this is the video where he's actually approaching the, the vehicle. You can see it right here. He, he's clearly, you know, he's, he's holding the, the grip. He's got the grip. And, and like the look in his eye is like, I'm coming. I'm coming at this this person. It's aimed, as far as I'm seeing right now. It's aimed down. You can see the this, this stock up in the air. Mm -hmm. He's looking forward. He's armed. He's armed. That's all that matters. He's armed. Yeah, absolutely. So so why? why? There's a video. No, not only is he armed, there's a video of him talking about how he is proudly walking around exercising his 2A rights. Yep. With his, and talking about what, what the gun is. It's and like how his, he was people proudly are, talking about being armed. And he basically says, those who oppose us won't do anything about it. That's true. He does and say that And then he also. goes up to this car. Look, at what are they doing on his car? What are, what are they doing to this guy's car? Why are they surrounding it? Wearing masks? Yeah, this is what I was saying. It, it, they really just, everyone in that, that circle around the car turned and just approached the vehicle. Right. To clarify the masks, masks thing, I get it. We're all supposed to be wearing masks mm -hmm. because of COVID. The point is, the driver doesn't know. It doesn't matter. A bunch of masked individuals running and yelling to the car, do with the rifle armed. What did Sean King say? 
unarmed, nonviolent demonstrator in Austin and was shot and killed protesting for Black Lives Matter with his fiance Whitney. A man tried to run protesters over what? with a car. Wasn't even moving. Then fired eight shots at them. Not even true in the slightest. Oh my gosh. It keeps killing it Garrett. Worse. worse and worse. Yep. Who was pushing Whitney in a wheelchair. Does, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Is he pushing somebody in a wheelchair in that picture? Both hands no. on the gun. I, I, maybe, maybe, I'm, is, is, maybe, maybe that's not really a gun. Maybe he's just lifting the wheelchair up like this. <laughs> no, and, <laughs> I, that, I, and I saw the video. The, the car clearly comes to a stop, then honks, and then they all mob his car. You want you want you want to drive you want to hit the nail on the head with a hammer right now? Go ahead. Drive let's drive. It home. Let's drive it. Let's drive it home. Here's the final portion of Sean King's post. Right. We're working hard in all 50 states and need your help. Volunteer and donate now oh. at oh. grassrootslaw.org. Okay. Yep. Monetizing emotions. That's all I'm seeing right now. Yep. Yep. Monetizing. He is emotions posting fake and news. And you know what? That's his. That's what he does. That's he probably makes, look at this. 126. 128,000 likes. 51,000 51, shares. 51,000 shares. Oh, man. People get emotional. They get emotionally triggered when they see that. Didn't he uh, falsely oh. accuse a cop of sexual assault? I don't remember that. Yeah, can you pull it up? Yeah, I'm pull it up. Yeah, I'm curious. There was like a big thing where he published this big fake news, I believe. We'll get the, we'll, we'll get the source on it. But let me. Sh- what, what do you think Mr. King had to say about the McCloskeys? Certainly, he would argue they're martyrs as well for, oh, this, sure. for this cause. In, innocent, that. you know, uh, uh, dwellers of their own homes, holding yeah. rifles, the same. Sure, certainly, they were. I oh, wait, I'm sorry. That. Wait, wait, what? What's that? Here's what he says. Uh-huh. This St. Louis and the armed people you see here are Mark and Patricia McCloskey, attorneys who did this when protesters walked past their house on their way to protest the mayor. Protesters weren't even there for them. Not a single person threatened them. They pulled out an AR-15 assault rifle and a pistol and began aiming it at men, women, and children. Oh, my goodness. It violates Missouri Criminal Code 5710314, which says citizens are not allowed to exhibit any weapon capable of lethal use in an angry or threatening manner. Now, this one only got 15,000 shares, 22,000 likes. But the point is, when it comes to their side, they're the heroes. When it comes to anyone else, they're the villains. I think it's a story. It's a story? They treat it like a story. Oh, did you find the source about... Well, I'm seeing here that Sean King used to work for The Intercept, which makes me kind of sad. Yep. And I'm seeing that he's being slammed for pushing a woman's now discredited accusation. She accused Daniel Hubbard of assault, and he was wrong. Um, It says Sean King was being slammed for pushing a woman's now discredited claim that a trooper assaulted her. This is from, I want to say, 2018. Yeah, so he's... So there you go. Yeah, so he's just... lying he's just another storytelling media personality that's all they are all these storytellers yeah you know we got we got to come up we got to come up with the name not not grifter because that can be applied to anyone but there's there's got to be a name for reporters you know these personalities that report news that is push that i mean (laughs) yeah that that's fake it's like john oliver used to i used to think he was funny i used to think it was so funny i laughed a lot and i kind of thought i thought i would get my my got some of my news from him turns out he's making jokes on the fake media you know so like if you he's adding to it you're absolutely right He, he adds to it but if you think the fake media is the real media then he is funny it's it's so john oliver is it's he's a sophist okay it's like basically he takes a couple things to guarantee his argument is correct. Good point. So uh, I'll, give, I'll give you an example of how, you know, you can criticize me for not being good at what I do, for sure, if you think I'm bad. I did a segment about a, a former Democrat who was charged with voter fraud. Okay. In that segment, 
as soon as I wrapped up the news on, on Democrat voter fraud, I highlighted a story about a Republican who was also charged with voter fraud to make sure I'm not trying to make it seem like only Democrats do this. A Republican was charged as well. Okay. However, the stories were very, very different. The Democrat was actually ballot stuffing. The Republican voted in, you know, with, with like a bad address. <laughs> okay. So, but I did look up voter fraud and I made sure I was like, I'm, I saw the story about the Democrat. I'm like, I'm not just going to do the Democrat. I got to make sure I'll do some search. And sure enough, we could go Republican as well. Mm-hmm. I highlighted them both. I want to make sure that I'm doing my best to be like, am I getting this right? I don't always get it right. Sometimes I miss things. Okay. But often I trace the source of the stories to figure out what's really going on. I can show you right here with this story, with this man, Garrett. The double standard is obvious. They're lying to you. The media is lying to you. The activists are lying to you. This, this guy, Sean, look, look at man. I mean, come on. Unarmed, nonviolent, please donate. And here's the photo of the guy with the gun. Yep. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. And 51,000 shares later, I tell you, too many people on the left get their news from memes. I wonder how much money he made from that one post, that one fake yeah, man. lie that he posted. This is, profitable. this is where we're at. Two people arrested after gunshots ring out near Portland protest site. They found, uh, look at this. These are the Molotovs and the mason jars. Yep. This is the, the loaded magazines. I don't know what the right red paint is supposed to be. I don't know if somebody knows what that's for. Is it like a commie thing? I have no idea. I mean, probably like, you know, make them think they're cooler, like some sort of blood. A lot of people were complaining about like, well, how was it wet? Well, it was in a bag with Molotov cocktails. It was like a paint what? thinner. What was wet? The, 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 it, you could see that the, the paint is still wet. And they really? were like, they were, oh, trying, yeah. we were trying to talk about That's it. That's right. But it's like, if you think about it, a Molotov cocktail, I don't know what they were using as the flammable liquid that was in there, but most alcoholic things will thin paint. So it makes I sense. I mean, I imagine they would just get gas. Yeah. That's what they do. They go to gas stations mm, and yeah, then they make sense. Know. And so here you have the current state of things. Yet, Nadler is going to say the rioting in Portland's a myth. Hmm. That's crazy that that someone in, in Congress is, is he a congressman? What, was yeah, Congress. Yeah, that doesn't Brooklyn. matter. Anyone of that you know standpoint in the government thinks that it's a lie, boldly saying it with a smirk on his face, and then waddle away and get in the car. The guy's like, "Oh man, we're gonna get in trouble for you saying that." Get in the car, old man. That's what it felt like. You see, and you know, you know, man. Like, this is get, why. Get in the car. Get in the car. Stop if, talking. If you guys aren't familiar with Flecka's talks. F-L-E-C-C-A-S, Fleckas. He does a great job because yeah, he's, he's very good. polite to everybody. I, lo- I love watching his videos. He'll walk up to like some regular, he's, he'll wear like a, 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 a what, is it, what is it like, these uh, highlighter vests or whatever. What are mm-hmm. they called? Uh, uh, reflective like, reflective ref- vest. There yeah. you go. He'll walk up to people and he has like an oatmeal spoon yeah, yeah. with like a phone attached to it. I love it. And he just, it's very calmly, he like he did this one segment that I, it was, it was fantastic. It was called Trump is not that bad. And he walked up to people and he goes, do you, do you think Trump is bad? And they're like, yeah, but he's not that bad, right? And then most people are like, yeah, I guess he's not that bad. Like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all the segment all was. But, that's funny. But it's true. It's like you look how the media frames everything Trump does. It's like there was there was MSNBC had, had a woman on who claimed that Trump was talking about exterminating Latinos. What? Yeah, I kid you not. And it's like any any person who's like brain is on is going, what? Yeah. No way that happened. Dude, no way. I hear stories about Democrats all the time, and I go, no way. Like, there was that viral tweet from AOC where okay. she like she was claiming, people were claiming she tweeted, we should keep our businesses shut down longer. When I heard that, I said, no way, dude. Yeah. There's no way. And it's like some things, and that was a clever one. 
because it almost sounds plausible. I know, yeah. I saw that. I saw that tweet. It's been. It, I still see it floating around. People yep. tag me on it all the time. Like, Not real. Is this real? She says a lot of crazy things I, though, I, and that's I haven't. I can't confirm. I can't confirm it. We got so it. We got. We, we, we have to. Concerned. We have to get mean. Oh boy. Speaking of AOC and oh, young people who don't understand responsibility and accountability, oh. we got to talk about a couple of these uh, protest videos that are going around. Oh boy. And I tweeted about them, and I have some some strong words for some of these people who have been arrested. But it it, it must be said, and I already know people are going to start clipping the segment, being like. You know, Tim and Adam are so mean and, you know, whatever, fascist. No, I'm, let, I'm letting you say it. You, you're the one saying it all. Oh, absolutely. I'm good. I'm just sitting here with my popcorn. I, absolutely. You can't see it. It's, it's under the desk. It's over there. There's two videos, okay? I actually, I can't play them because YouTube would probably just take it all down. But, but I'll, I'll show you. Ian Miles Chong tweeted, consequences will never be the same. You see, this woman right here is getting in the face of what appears to be NYPD, screaming at them. And they say, get back, get back. And she goes... She, has, she says something like, under what grounds do you have a right to tell me to get back? And, the, and then she, she, the guy says, get back. She lunges into his face and goes, or effing what? And then the supervisor goes, all right, she's coming. Like, all right, that's it. That's it. So and it's a different guy. He grabs her. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you can see the panic in her face. She's like, guys, guys. She, and starts, then she starts trying to dip, too. They pull her in, and she starts screaming like a banshee. She's shrieking. Yep. And you know what I said? Hmm. This is what snow plow parenting creates. People who have never been taught responsibility and accountability. After cussing at the cops who tell her to get back, she gets arrested, then starts shrieking like a toddler who was just told they couldn't have another scoop of ice cream. Yep. I've seen it. You've seen it. Everybody's seen it. You ever, you ever sit on a plane? You're on a plane and you hear a baby crying mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, it's the baby again. Like, well, you get it. Babies cry. What do you do? Yeah. You ever sit on a plane? You got a toddler or a kid screaming and like kicking the seat. And yep. now you're like, all right, now nah, this is different. Okay, I can be annoyed by the baby screaming, but if you won't tell your kid to stop, okay, we got a problem now because you, 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 can, you can tell that kid to knock it off. Mm-hmm. They don't do it. Snowplow parents, the parents who want to be cool, let these kids for their entire lives do whatever they want. Uh, yeah. And those kids grow up. And this woman, you know, you know what I wanted to tweet when I saw this? I was like, I saw this woman screeching and I was like, you know, when the far left starts talking about white female privilege and all this stuff like yeah. white feminism i watch this video and i'm kind of starting to understand what they're talking about they got a point i'm kidding i'm kidding well no no no. but you're on to something because right. if you think about it who do they hang out with they hang right. out with these people <laughs> yeah. so who are their experience like the with like, exactly who, who yeah. white people are Dude. to them it's these people it's, wait wait so here's we we, we we have found the core of intersectional intersectionality yeah we have figured out what's causing it it's literally like a bunch of people in new york hanging out with this becky and she's going i want more beer and they're like we, we can't go to the nobody has money i want beer and they're like okay geez i'm convinced these white women right man the, I, they, they in- did you see the guy that tried to perf- so so see this dude with his uh go back go back to all right so right next to her on the right no no on the right the guy with the phone in his hand yeah, that's right. not a cop right so he he actually was tr- kind of trying to get her away but then when the cop grabbed her he tried to get in between her and the cops yep. and try to get her back so and, I'm surprised he didn't, and he, he arrested. oh yeah he got he got consumed <laughs> too no one's talking about him either but well, i so- see you I see you, man. Here's the, the one of the one of the, <laughs> it, it's arguably a joke, but I think it's actually kind of true. They say like, why is it that so many feminists think men are predators and like all men are bad? Yes, it's because they literally hang out with male feminists. Exactly what I was going to say. Boom. Male feminists are the perfect example of manipulative dudes. Like you, you, you think yep. about what kind of person, and, and not every male feminist, but I would say most. 
at least in my opinion, I'm going to people are going to get mad at me for that. But look, man, you think about a woman complaining about her, her day or whatever. And the guy goes, you're so right. Men are so bad. It's like, dude, shut up. What are you talking about? But these are the guys that are willing to just say whatever it takes to get the woman. Yeah. Guess what happens when it doesn't work? Turns out these guys are often predators. Yep. And there's a meme about it called reset the clock. So all these women are hanging out and surrounded by male feminists who turn to be predators. And then they say, why are so many men predators? Well, dude, you're hanging out with them. Yeah. Because they don't want. We got another video, though. Because finally, <laughs> I said, more. you know what? The privilege is real. Yeah. In this video, this is man from Drew Hernandez at, at Lives Matter show. Breaking arsonists and rioters are being arrested by federal police and are unsure why. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that caught me off guard. <laughs> they, re- they are, though. They the, the woman, oh, that's funny. The woman's being arrested, and she goes, she goes, I have no idea why this is happening. Oh, did you not notice the person throwing the firebombs? Oh, my gosh. That, that seriously, that, I was not expecting that. that I don't think he, that was meant to be a joke, was it? Or no. was it? No, that's serious? No, no, no. I mean, it's... <laughs> Breaking it's, news. They're not sure why they're being arrested. A, a lot of them aren't. Oh, no, wow. No, no, no. Look, and look. Wow. Adam, Adam, <laughs> you can't make fun of these poor people. Don't tell me what to do. Tom. They really don't get it. They're like, but that's, I... That's true. They don't. You're right. They Stick, don't get it. I, I believe Sticks Hexenhammer posted this meme. It was great. It was like, it's a guy wearing a sickle and hammer bandana, and he says... The government won't let me burn down buildings and beat random people. Yeah. Our country is truly a fascist country. <laughs> it's yes. like, oh, no. Yeah, that's pretty good. These people, like I'm saying, man, who have been raised by these snowplow parents, yep. always give whatever they want, genuinely don't understand why they're being arrested while partaking in a riot. Yep. Like, why are the police arresting me? We were just playing a game. Well, here's what I said. We were just playing a game. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's good. In the video, in the Zing. video, there's a woman yelling. You're really going to do this to a nice young woman from Wisconsin? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Did you see Listen, when she kicked the guy in the chest? She kicks him. She kicks, she kicks him kicks in him. the chest. Yeah. And actually, there's another video I just saw from last night of the same kind of thing happening of uh, a white progressive woman kicking officers trying to resist arrest. <laughs> it's like, what, what do you think? What's your plan? They've never. You think you're going to fight them off and they're going to let you go? <laughs> Listen. No. Listen. These are these look, look, I see a lot of these tweets where it's like, you know, the, the CEO of Reddit tweeted about this. He's like, I once got pulled over and I was, you know, he, he said he was like drinking and stuff. Yeah. And the cop was like, you're lucky the key's not in the ignition. Let him go. And they talk about their white privilege. There was this one woman who talked about how she came from like an affluent suburb and how she actually was like drinking and driving and they like let her go or whatever. Right. Yes. Those stories are true. These these are truly the privileged children they're upper upper middle class and upper class typically white it's true they go to college they their heads filled with all this stuff about how they're special snowflakes and they're being oppressed and their whole life they were they were given everything they've ever wanted so what do you think happens when they get out of college and all of a sudden the real world is hard i'm being oppressed what do you what do you mean i can't have two scoops of ice cream i always get two scoops of ice cream yeah ma'am uh you have to pay for it no i'm being oppressed they show up to these riots and then are shocked to find you get arrested when you partake in rioting. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. No, but they're used to getting away with everything. Yeah. Well, I, before we move, move, continue on, I want to I want to just talk about those optics. I was talking about uh, to a friend of mine yesterday about exactly that. It's like the media is where everyone gets is who propels things into the the 
you, the internet verse, you know. So when when we hear a story of a of a white girl that got let off, even though she was drinking, driving, talking about it, whatever, and then we hear a story of you know a black man that got you know persecuted because the same exact thing. He's out jogging or something. But it's like that's what we're given. Like we don't know every every single in, in interaction. We're right. we are given these things, and as Sean King proves this as in our last segment. Emotions work. Oh, it's cash money. Triggering baby. people's anger, their emotions is what gets the clicks. It's what gets the money in, so, and that's what they're doing. So, and that's what the media has become. Well, it's so, all about getting those clicks. So here's what I, I said. just wanted to say that. Yeah, keep going. Here's what I said of this. Listen to the privilege in her voice as she resists and is shocked that police would arrest a quote nice young woman from Wisconsin. You're going to do this to me? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? Is becoming a meme. I kid you not. Wow. Yeah, and chill dog. You, you, you see, have you seen Chill Dog? No, what's that about? So there was this radio host. He's actually, people are assuming he's some far leftist. Okay. But he responded to Trump saying, I walked past, you know, the Chaz and everything seemed peaceful. Chill Dog. Then a month later, he's like, they torched my apartment building. I need to buy a gun. Oh, okay. So everyone's dragging the dude, but the dude actually, he's an all right guy. Like he, he's defended Trump supporters in the past. He's, yeah. a, he's just a regular normie dude. And so that's the meme, Chill Dog. This one is, are you serious? Because whenever one of these far left riders gets arrested, people start yelling, are you serious? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Are they serious? They're literally pinning someone to the ground and putting cuffs on them. I don't think you can get any more serious hmm. than that. Right. They grabbed you, said, stop resisting. You're under arrest. And then you went, are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. Here you go. Whoa, whoa, get up whoa, whoa. Have a good day. We were just here to play the game. All right. We're, <laughs> we're, we're just, just LARPing. LARP, we're LARPing. All right. Yeah, man. Here's what I, here's what I put. These people have never been held accountable for anything in their lives, have they? I don't think so. I think, you know, we've talked about snowplow parenting. And I think, I think Jonathan Haidt talked a lot about that, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of his research was talking yep. about what do you get if, if your kids never experience any obstacles? You know, mm -hmm. what my, you know what my life was like when I was a kid? What? I had pretty good parents. I was homeschooled when I was younger. So before I even started school, like when I was like two or three, even younger probably, I was being taught stuff whether I could actually do it or not. But when I was like seven, my mom would be like, when the lights turn back on, you got to be home. Have fun. And I'd go out and ride my bike with my friends and we'd ride around the neighborhood. And in the south side of Chicago. On the south side of Chicago. Mm -hmm. You know what you do today? You know what happens to your kids? What happens to you today if you do that? They'll probably call the cops on you and say you're being neglectful or no, you're putting your kids at risk it. or some stupid nonsense. Not, not only that, there was a story about a, a kid that was playing in the front yard of the house. Oh, yeah. And, got, right. and the parents yep. got in trouble. It's so dumb. It's like, what? It's the front yard. It was so much fun when I was a kid, and I would try and go further than I've ever gone. And I would always get scared because on the south side of Chicago where I grew up, it was it's a southwest area, southwest side. There's big... Um, like every mile you have big, busy roads. Okay. So like Central and Cicero. And it was always scary to be a kid and like reach that point. And I would like, I would get scared and I'd go, oh, and I'd ride back as fast as I could. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, you know, eight or nine. I'd be like, oh, I got to go home. I'm too far. I'm too far. Then I, I remember when I was real little, I would like, I told my mom I was going to go hang out at one of my friend's house, one of my friend's houses. And he lived maybe like six blocks away. Ooh. And when I'd get there, I'd start getting scared because I was too far and too close to Cicero. And then after like 20 minutes back, I need to go home. And that was, that was it. I was like, I was testing the boundaries. I was exploring and I was on my own. And when I encountered problems, I dealt with them. When I would fall on my bike, there would be no one around me. I'd ride, I'd, you know, hit, hit a curb and fall down and I'd have to get, I, there's no point in crying. There's oh, no one there to help you. The good old days. The good old days. Man, my mom told me a story about how when she was little, it was, it was the same thing. 
like you'd go on adventures and your parents were like, stay safe. You know, we trust you. Yeah. And there are bad people out there. Don't talk to strangers. Be careful. Today, it's snowplow. Got to hold their hand, put them on a leash. Don't let them do anything, but give them whatever they want when they ask for it. Yep. And now here they are shrieking, not understanding why it is that when you attack a federal officer with a Molotov cocktail, you get arrested. Oh, oh. Well, and you ever watch TV? You ever watch a movie? You know what I mean? Like you ever watch Law and Order? Yep. You punch, you, you attack police, they arrest you. Yep. No, it's TV. It's not real life, I guess. Yeah. Oh, there's so much about this. There's there's this one meme. I was actually just trying to find. It. I couldn't find it, but it was uh, it was written from the perspective of a woman saying like, I can't find it, like a, you know, you have to pick a, a certain number out of five, and it's like qualities in a guy, and it's just like honest, you know, got a job, whatever. There, there's a few of them, you know, but yeah. it's like they, these people don't exist anymore on Tinder, and I was just right. like. Because they never went on Tinder, you know? Yeah. It's like, and, that, and that's kind of like a, a, this was going back from the uh, conversation about who, who they're surrounding themselves with. Right. You know, these guys that, that don't have the values because they're, they're already, they're out doing work and stuff. Well, it's, it's, it's an old, like, dating trope. Do you yeah. know where you go to pick up a woman? Like, do you want to you get a good woman? you know where you're supposed to go to pick them up? Oh, I know. You know where? Yeah. I would say church. No. Or the library. Incorrect. Tell me Tell laundromat oh the laundromat why Did because it's a laundry? regular person who's just doing their laundry you go to a bar you find someone who's trying to party and have a good time and probably doesn't care yep they say it's, it's an old time. i'm saying it's true but they like when you actually say like if you're really trying to meet someone who's going to be a good friend and a good partner and have a relationship yeah you don't go to a bar and you don't go on tinder you yeah. go to a laundromat and there's a regular person just like you doing their laundry or you go to the grocery store regular people now, I know people at bars are regular people, too. Yeah. But people who go to bars are looking for that night out good time. That's a good point. So that's what they, you know, I'm not saying it's true. It's just what they, what they say, you know. People go on Tinder now. People, people, like, the internet has really warped everyone's minds to a twisted and disgusting degree. Yeah. I got to say, it's true. Twitter is awful. Well, and, and it, actually, I was having another conversation with a, another friend of mine who was talking about how he, he's on Tinder. He's in his late 30s, kind of fed up with it because every single woman on there is got is single with one or two kids cats is that what they're called I, no, I, cat no 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 actual kids i know I humans cats. human babies i'm just saying they have cats too human well, babies yeah good for them well i mean but if you think about it that that became such a norm like being single a single mother with kids like that was the average you know so now what is a, a mother versus what a father is like the mother is nurturing and will always try to snowplow if you will you know in in not in all cases, obviously, yeah. but then what would the father do? It's like, get up, brush off the dust and keep moving forward, you know? And it's like, when we live in this world where it's, it's a, the norm where women are now single with their kids, cherishing their kids, making sure their kids are taken care of because the man left them, you know, I'm generalizing obviously, but it's like, this is what we get. It's these, and it's not just women. It's the, the kids of that generation that have been raised without having two figures and and it's not just you know a male figure and a, a female figure it's the two parents that you know will give a counter yeah. to the the any situation we, we like, talk about whoa whoa no they don't get, they have to go to bed now come on go to bed kids like whatever it's two parents we talked about it before yeah. there's like uh the only studies we have specifically reference two parents and they're trying to do studies now on like uh same-sex adoption and stuff yeah but for now it's like have two parents that's you know, the key. Have two parents. Yeah, two parents. And so we are seeing a lot of single parenthood, mostly single motherhood. Yeah. 
because of I think because a lot because of hookup culture. Hookup um, culture. I mean, then you got to think about like the welfare state from the '60s and how that's affected a lot of minority communities because it was they, the government incentivized people to be single, and you'd get more money from the government yeah. the more kids you had. Also, and, you know, it's it's, it's the well intentioned. The, the problems but, are are vast. You know, right. we have to we have to under everyone needs to understand them at all angles. It's never just one thing ever. So you know, re- you know, really you know talk what? about all these things. At the very least, it's not about a traditional family. It's about a modern family, right? Okay. That, you know that show? Yeah, great. That's like, funny. I like that show. But it's literally just have a family. Like, have people who are going to be there to help raise kids. Yeah. Instead of, like, you know, with single parenthood, the single parent will go off to work and the kid is where? In school or by themselves? Yeah. Like, who's, who are they looking up to? Who's teaching them? And so, I think we're in for a wild future. Well, that actually that that brings up another another side of it too is like what does having a strong family give you? It's it's confirmation that you are validated in life. You know, like if if you know your family loves you and you get it from everyone in your family all over, like a strong male figure, a strong female figure, your your aunts and uncles, your your grandma, and they all are like, we love you. You're awesome. If you don't get that. You know, then you, you kind of get raised seeking it elsewhere. And this so, is, so if you seek it elsewhere, then you, you lack confidence. And then I, that's what I see with a lot of these people. They don't have confidence. There's, a lot of the... Uh, they're missing that. And it's, that's what the family values will give you. Well, I mean, I think these far leftists who are shrieking have too much. They're, they're arrogant. They're arrogant and narcissistic. Well, I- ignorant also. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of the gang stuff we see in Chicago is because they're looking for a family. They're looking for people who will like cheer them, you know, cheer them on. Yep. People to look up to, and there's a lot of illicit industry yeah, tied to it. Exactly. Who do they look up to? Celebrities, you know, or no, I mean like hip hop artists, like you know, I'm, gang I'm leaders talk- and drug dealers in Chicago. Some, you know, whatever it is, if it's yeah. not a solid, um, you know, upright someone who doesn't do, if it's someone who does crime, then the crime's going to continue, you yep. know? Obviously, now it and they feels like we're kids. steering it into something, another conversation. I'm trying to keep it broad because it's it's everyone. It's right. not it's not a, a racial issue, you know? Well, I didn't say it was. No, I know. I, I just want to make that apparent to well, everyone listening. That's, we, it's not a racial issue. It's anyone can, can fall into this, this kind of... Uh, well, these are white people. Like True. In, in these, these snowplow children who are showing up with but, riots and shrieking. But I'm not just, it's not just white people. It's anyone can be That's out there saying. shrieking also. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, sure, we, we started by talking well, about you, these you, snowplow kids. But. You brought up a, a very, very important point earlier hmm. that I think is an excellent segue into the next segment. How when you see these stories, it's the media choosing to highlight certain things. Precisely. Now, the left has criticized this a lot. That's why they say the media can't be objective because what what they choose to cover is their bias. Exactly. That's a fact. That's yep. absolutely true. So when you go to a certain news source, like uh, the New York Times wrote about this Garrett dude in Austin with the gun. Okay. What they didn't tell you is the full context of what happened. It really just gave you a one-sided framing because the New York Times has been totally co-opted by these lunatic insurrectionist lefties. Yeah. But I bring you now to an excellent piece of reporting by Michael Tracy. He referred to this as an as a media scandal of epic proportions. And it's really remarkable how little technically Michael Tracy had to do to to pull off one of these very very, you know, one of the, one of the best pieces of journalism we've gotten probably all year in my opinion. You know he did. He drove to a bunch of cities. He found he he went around asking people, "How you doing?" That's it. Okay, maybe I'm simplifying a bit too much, but he even says it. What he did wasn't some revolutionary bit of journalism. 
He went to Minneapolis. He went to Green Bay. He went to these smaller towns where people didn't even realize riots were happening. Wow. Small towns saw riots. And so he went to these people and said, how are you doing? What's going on? And he got their stories. Awesome. And he rags on the media. This is it. This is a really good point. So I want to highlight this. There's a couple things I really want to highlight. I did talk about this earlier, but I want to jump right down to a couple photos that really exemplify what's happening right now. You want to you read what that sign says, Adam? Please don't hurt us. Please don't hurt us. What's the other one say? Please don't hurt us. We support Black Lives Matter. How nightmarishly dystopian. And who are they talking to? Check that to? off your bingo card. Who are they card? talking to, Tim? I, I, can, I can answer this. They're not talking to the police. They're not asking the cops to not hurt them. Think about walking up to a cop and be like, please don't hurt me. I support Black Lives Matter. The cop's going to be like, okay, okay well, I wasn't going to hurt you. Wait, what? Right. Or think about if you're actually getting arrested. You start saying that. No, no, don't. Don't arrest me. I support. They're going to be like, what? Even if you said I support Blue Lives Matter, it still arrests you. Right. If you, there did, was, some, if you did a crime, you're going to get arrested. Bevelyn Beatty in, in New York, she's protesting for the police yep. and the police still arrested her. And and they and, well she wasn't she, actually she wasn't uh sub, she was actually going against Black Lives Matter specifically she that's said, what she was saying refund the police okay so she so, was doing it all yeah so so I mean she was dumping paint on the Black right. Lives Matter and she was she was mural, saying mural so refund as in fund again the police yeah and the cops were like you gotta arrest you you know and that's them putting their politics aside and saying you know I'm, I'm sure they appreciated the support from this woman yeah they gotta arrest her. So when these these people these signs are coming up, this sm- this small business owner, please don't hurt us. We support Black Lives Matter. Is that the future you want to live in? Because I, I remember remember when I warned about this when I said go to the Bay Area and look at the signs in all the windows. Yep. I told the story about the bar I went to where they put up a, a, a sign in the window saying we hate Trump. And that was a while ago, right? It was oh, a while ago. Right. I talked about years this. ago. No, no, no. Oh, oh, right, when, right, right. when did you actually go? Yeah, this was, uh, this was 2017. So 2017, you were walking around and Oh, out dude, there I've been to the Bay Area several times, yeah. and it's all like this, where there's signs in the window saying, we support you. In, in, in other countries, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you want your business to be spared, you beg the far left for mercy. Yep. And so I was at a bar, and I was eating a chicken sandwich or something, and the bar, I saw in the window, it said something like, Trump is a pig. And I said, I noticed you guys have a sign like, you, 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 how do you feel about Trump? And the lady told me, she was like, oh, I don't really care. And I was like, so then who put up the sign? And she was like, oh, we did. And oh, why'd you do that? They'll smash at the windows if we don't. So they pretend to hate Trump because their windows will be smashed out unless, unless they, they, they put these signs up. Yep. Please don't hurt us. We support Black Lives Matter. So here's what Michael Tracy writes. One of the Somalis grocer, uh, grocer's neighbors is a Mexican convenience store owner. He said looters broke in and stole a significant amount of items. Here are the safety precautions he took. A safety precaution. Please don't hurt us. He mentions that another Allow American Community Center was boarded up with, with yellow tape. But I want to highlight what he says about the journalist specifically. He's got a ton of really amazing photos. You guys really should te- check this guy out. Follow him at M Tracy on, on Twitter because I'm truly impressed by this. He, he mentions how all he did was go to these places and talk to him. Why isn't the national press talking about this? Look, here's what he writes. This is, this is amazing stuff. I'm not a rocket scientist, and it doesn't take some kind of profound journalistic acuity to walk around riot-affected areas, talk to citizens, record their stories and impressions, take some photos and record some video, compose some tweets. And yet, I heard from hundreds of people across the U.S. and, and the world who were shocked that they n- had never been aware of what happened in Minneapolis and St. Paul, if not for my dinky little Twitter thread. When I visited a month after the peak of the riots, much of this major American metropolis still lied in ruins. 
Not that normal life hadn't mostly resumed, it had. But it resumed in the way that war-torn areas configure some ad hoc routine that, that enables the resumption of semi-normal activity amidst the rubble and despair. In speaking with locals, many of whom had lost their livelihoods and or had to plead for their uh, had to had to plead for their children not to be burned alive. It often seems like the extent of the ruination they've experienced was barely ever appreciated in the first place. There are several potential explanations for why. I want to read these, but I do want to point out he does tweet that you typically don't get stories like this from low IQ right wingers either. I think the real issue that that we're facing is most of real journalism of like reporting is okay. dominated by the left. True. Conservatives tend to do commentary on the reporting, responding to it yeah. instead of setting the narrative themselves. This is not, I don't think it has anything to do with low IQ right wingers. I think it has to do with the fact that the right is more, here's the story, here's how we feel about it, instead of, hey, that story is more important. I want you to tell me how you feel about it. So you end up with left dominated narratives. But I want to I point something else too, uh, some, something else out as well, specifically where he says this. Let me find the, the first sentence. He says, while the most extreme riots in cities like New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, and particularly Minneapolis did receive considerable attention, however, fleeting, incomplete, and unnecessarily inflected with knee-jerk partisanship, there were also smaller scale riots in surprisingly far-flung places that you hardly would have known about unless you lived in the area, happened to visit, or intentionally sought out what remains of these bare bones lo- uh, of the bare bones local media coverage. To take just a small sampling, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and Olympia, Washington all underwent significant riots, at least per the normal expectations of life in these relatively low-key cities. Did you hear anything about them? Because I hadn't, and I'm abnormally, att- abnormally attuned to daily media coverage. Only because I personally visited did I learn of the damage. I've been talking about this too, man. People don't realize these small towns were, were ransacked and destroyed. Wow. Did the mainstream media talk about it? No. Are they talking about what's going on in smaller towns to this day? I They're not. I haven't heard about this either till just now. And, and he's and got. I'm the same, I feel the same. Like I, I am constantly searching and, and looking into this kind of stuff. He's got the receipts. Check it. Look at this. Wow. You've got this is Atlantic City, you've, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. You've got uh, where are we where are we coming down to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Look at this. The post office is boarded up. Justice for Brianna. You can see all these businesses in all these small towns were seriously impacted by extreme riots. Wow. Now, here's the big question. Why aren't we hearing about it in the mainstream media? Well, he gives us some insight. Michael Tracy says the media in its characteristic insularity and myopia has instead chosen to pathologically fixate on a constant stream of culture war inanities that stem loosely from this ongoing movement such as the propriety of various statues and monuments, whether various food brands and sports teams are racist, and whether various micro-celebrities need to be canceled for some imagined transgression. You want to know why I'm so impressed by this reporting? Why? Because I'm guilty of those things, too. My my, my cultural commentary, my reactions to stories we do, we follow the mainstream narrative very much so. That's a good point. You're right. Now, I try to break through what they report and figure out what they got right and got wrong. Yeah. But where are the people to actually go onto the ground and travel around these small cities? I tell you, I am inspired by this simplicity. And that's going to be one of my goals as we move to expand to make sure that I can empower people to literally do this. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to chase after the silly mainstream narrative. I'm literally planning on this in the next month or so. Hire some people and say, pick a city, go there, talk to people. Yep. End of story. That's originally why I got the van. I wanted to drive through all of these really rural, far out places and just talk to people. Yeah. You know, it became too hard to actually maintain and run run everything at the same time. 
But I think now I'm absolutely inspired to do this. Let's read some more. He says they are also beset by various hyper-moralizing staff revolts within their own elite institutions, leading them to adopt an inordinately inward editorial disposition on account of their own neurotic personal issues. That is an amazing <laughs> sentence, yeah, by the way. Spicy. <laughs> I love it. Under these narcissistic conditions, real-world human suffering becomes less of a pressing concern. It is not just these journalists. It's the activists in general. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I know where I said, please... Please talk about this man in Minneapolis who had his dream business burnt to the ground. Yep. And they say, no, you're just trying to make the activists look bad. I don't care about a revolution or a movement. I care about the people whose lives you're destroying. Yeah. The people as whose most, lives have been as lost. most people do. That's what they're looking at. They're like, w w what about the, the wake of your, your flames that you're, you're setting as you, you march forward for justice that has already been had? Like, it doesn't even make sense anymore. They and lie. That, and that's why that... that um, that graph that I don't remember where the study is from about um, Black Lives Matter the the approval rating of it is going down is just is just dropping and dropping because people are upset they're they're seeing these Antifa break windows and you know destroy I mean, here, here. people's lives there yeah, is look at that support so, is dropping and they argue they're now trying to claim Donald Trump was trying to make this happen Trump didn't do anything until July opposition was growing without Trump. Right. Trump only stepped in because he realized people were getting angry about all this. Yep. And so finally he comes in. Now they're like, Trump was trying to make it happen. He uh. was ignoring it. He was, he was not engaging. And I was getting mad. I was like, why won't he do anything? He finally does. And now he's addressing the, the, the needs and concerns of many people who are opposed to this. Yeah. Man, this, I, I'm, I'm about to get really angry, all right? I'm going to read this next. I'm going to read, I want to read these, but then I want to show you, you guys, I want to show you what made me the angriest I've been in a long time. The angriest. The next thing he says is journalists, editors, and pundits believe either consciously or subconsciously, probably some half scandalous combination of the two, that highlighting the harmful after effects of these historic nationwide riots would somehow redound to the political benefit of Trump, which to them would be the most disastrous outcome of all. This probably isn't even correct. Trump is currently seizing every opportunity to shoot himself in the foot all on his own. But the media class is nonetheless mortified to even contemplate the possibility that anything they might do could conceivably help him. In other words, the media have become an activist organization for Democrats opposed to Donald Trump. Yep, absolutely. And I was at VidCon several years ago. I believe this may have been either 2016 or 17, where the president of a very large digital news organization and said straight up on stage, we work with anti-Trump activists at the highest level to help produce content. And I was like, what? Why is a news organization working with activists? He's yeah, got more. Why? He says, these same media class members are themselves deeply invested in what they regard as the movement. However diffuse and ill-defined this movement may be, and they are extremely reluctant to produce any coverage which might reflect poorly on said movement and potentially undermine its moral and political legitimacy. I agree with him. I agree, I agree with him uh, completely. And now I want to show you the most triggering thing I had seen when I was reading through this story. It set me off, man. It is an image of what was once an auto repair shop. I want to yeah. read this for you. Check this out. The shell of what was once an auto repair shop operated by an Ethiopian immigrant still sits burned out and destroyed leaving the man out of work potentially for months, he said. The man, who like many others, did not want to conduct a formal interview, remarked that he now has nothing to do all day. His tools and equipment were also destroyed. And that was it. 
Ethiopian immigrant. You see, it's one thing when they smash your windows and you put up a board saying, please don't hurt me. Yeah. It's another thing when they make sure that you will never succeed ever again. They destroy your tools. The building could maybe be repaired, but he can't even do work in his parking lot. These people made sure that when they destroyed his business, the earth had been laden with salt. So nothing would ever grow again. An Ethiopian immigrant man. Why did he deserve this? Did his life matter to them? The answer is no. Like we talked about with the story of the McCloskeys and Garrett, they only care about power for themselves. Regular people will suffer and so be it. They call a guy in a car a Nazi for protecting himself from a man with a rifle. They call the McCloskeys criminals who should be arrested for defending their property from, from an angry mob that has already been associated with this kind of destruction. And what do we get from Democratic leadership? They join in. Yep. I, I can't imagine what these people must be thinking to see the images of the Democratic governors and mayors marching with these crowds and then telling them your business must be remain closed because of COVID. I'm going to go out and march. I imagine some, one of these individuals must be sitting in their burned out building saying, my dream and my life has been destroyed. And they turn on what remains of their rubble ridden TV. And there's an image of the governor smiling, saying, that's right. Black lives matter. And that's the life they have now from these people who, ro- who romp about destroying everything. And you know, what's funny. Mm-hmm. Trump is saying, I'm going to send in law enforcement if they request it. He hasn't. Well, because they haven't. Exactly. Right. They, they try and claim that Trump is deploying the Gestapo secret police all across the nation. Some of these people are probably begging for it. There's, in fact, there's one story, one where they picked one person up. I haven't I haven't seen anything two, else. Two viral videos. Oh, okay, there's yep. there's one other. There's two viral videos. I, I haven't seen another viral video of anyone being taken black bagged as it were. It's you not know, it's just it's that not one true. person. It's literally not true. As if police don't use unmarked vehicles. As if no one has ever been detained by a, by a plainclothes cop before. Right. And now I see memes from the left saying things like, "What if they were right wing militia?" Yeah, what if the guy wearing a, a, a polo and jeans who walked up to me and arrested me wasn't a cop either? Like, what are you, you going to do about it? It's problematic, I agree. Yeah. But they're acting like this is special. They do this all the time. You get a Republican in office, and all of a sudden, every single instance of law enforcement is fascism. Yep. You get Obama in office, and it's, you know, whatever. It's, it's kind of bad. But we, I think the main issue, for the most part, is the default liberal types. The far left has always ragged on Obama. To be completely fair, they ragged on Bush, they ragged on Obama, and they ragged on Trump. Okay, I get it. But it's the, it's the mainstream liberals who are, you know, willing to just lie down as soon as they get their guy in office. Yep. So, you know what, man? Right now, Donald Trump is deploying some federal agents for investigatory purposes. They're not going to go on the beat. They're not going to walk around streets. Some people in Chicago are asking for it. There's a story from, a story from Reuters I covered. People in Chicago are saying we desperately need the help of Trump and the feds. Wow. Unsurprising. Of course they do. Because the mayor has abandoned them. Yep. The, 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 not, not only abandoned them, has joined in and... Uh, uh, Absolutely. And just given in to the demands of, of the rioters. So it's even, it's even worse. Yeah, that... It reminds me of this meme. All of it. Yep. It reminds me of this meme right here. The more, I, the more I learn about this man, the more I respect him, the more I, I think he's doing a great job for our country and people I, I have a lot of friends of mine i have family members of mine that have been like i watch a show and i i can't believe that i'm actually gonna vote for donald trump this year i'll tell you what i'm disappointed 
In who? In I'm, what? In, in everything. Okay. I'm, I'm absolutely disgusted by the Democrats. I am Agreed. enraged by them. Okay. And I'm disappointed generally that, for me, Donald Trump is the, the, only, the only choice right now. Yep. You know, I guess it's kind of like the saying, it reminds me of uh, this old kind of, it's not really a joke, it's kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. I think I told it on the show before, but, but I'll say it now. It's a, it's a religious joke where a guy is in his house and a flood starts. Remember, I told you this one? Uh, Let's tell it again. Maybe, okay, yeah. Check it out. So a guy's in his house and a, a flood starts and there's water sweeping through the streets. The neighbors run to his house and say, quick, quick, come out and jump in our car and you know, we need to get out of here. And he goes, no, 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 I'm going to wait for my Lord to save me. And so they say, no, are you crazy? You have to come with us. And he goes, I'm going to pray to the Lord to save my life. They leave. The water rises and he runs upstairs. He starts praying again, please save me. Please save me, Lord. Now a boat pulls up his window and a guy says, hop in the boat quick. We're getting out of here. The flood water is too high. And he says, no, no, I'm praying to the Lord to save me. I'm going to, I'm going to, my Lord will save me. Are you crazy? Come on. He goes, no, he leaves. The water keeps rising. He climbs on his roof. Now a helicopter comes. They throw a rope ladder down quick, climb up before you die. And he goes, no, I'm praying to the Lord to save my life. Helicopter guy says, you're crazy, but he refuses. The flood waters rise and the man dies. He goes to heaven. And finally, when he gets to speak to his Lord, he says, I prayed and prayed and prayed. Why didn't you save me? And the Lord says, I sent a truck. I sent a boat and a helicopter. You wouldn't take it. And that's the joke. The point is, you think you're going to get a perfect vision of what's supposed to come and help you out of this crisis. And I I cannot believe that it's come to the point where two years ago I was laughing like, I'm never going to vote for Donald Trump. Now it's so bad with the riots. And I kid you not, they arrested two small business owners only a few miles from my house because they wanted to do a small limited membership only gym opening. Yeah, I read that. A couple handful of people. And so the governor is like, lock them up. They're letting prisoners out of out of out of the jails, out of the prisons, I think and they're bringing it was like eight thousand in California or something like that. Some ridiculous amount. I'm sorry, man. For all of the faults that Trump has had, that made me angry and upset or laugh and like, I'm not, you know, now at this point where I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Vote for Biden? So I'm disappointed that I'm that I'm like, I normally wouldn't care to vote for Trump or especially not Biden, especially yeah. not Hillary. But I know that Trump is a funny guy. I just could never expect that the the highest office of our country would be to a reality TV real estate mogul comedian who at least loves the country with an economics degree. Sure, you know he's a billionaire. He knows what he's, he's a real doing. estate mogul. You know, I think he's a smart guy. I think he's very successful. Yep. And I and and the the reason I told that joke about you know expecting this perfect solution to save your problems is that maybe right now the only thing we have is Trump. So for all of the things that he said or done where I'm like, I roll my eyes and I'm like, I would prefer someone better. At this point, what's our choice? Joe Biden? Even Joe Rogan said it. Rather vote for Trump than Joe Biden. You got to think about what Joe Biden represents and what's happening in this country right now. And then it becomes a very, very difficult position. It's not easy. Absolutely not. To it, be is, like, it is for me. It is for I'm you. I'm voting for Trump. Not I, for me. It's it's. My liberal sensibilities. Sure. I, I see I see Trump and I see a lot of things that I'm totally fine with. Okay. I see a lot of things where I think he's like the easiest thing is character issues. But for the most part, he's absolutely done a better job on a lot of issues in the past couple of years. But now we're at a point Once where he's able to finally start doing his job because he hasn't been hampered down by a certain group of people trying to bring him down. I'm I'm I personally am not confident that. Well, I'm confident the economy will do well, 
But I'm 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 still concerned that under a Donald Trump presidency, there will be a lot of problems facing our nation and the world. Mm-hmm. But that's irrelevant at this point. The nation is crumbling. The, the Constitution is riddled with holes in Swiss cheese. Joe Biden is one of the architects of so much of these problems. The Democrats are joining in the chaos. The Democratic governors are arresting people for opening their businesses and locking down their states and some Republicans, too. And so right now I'm like, well, the ship's sinking. I guess I'm tossing my hat over to Trump. It's probably a good time to invest in some uh, some gold glass stock glass. Yeah. Oh, because of all the replacements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find your local glass company. Invest heavily because they are going to be put in they business. They are busy. Yeah. So look, this meme. In reality, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. I'm like, I, I believe it. I do. Trump is in the way. Can I get my? I don't like him. He's a funny guy. I don't like him. <laughs> but over, you know what? I'm just over here like. <laughs> well, here's 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 the main point of all the problems. <laughs> Do I think the obnoxious bully is going to make a, you know, you know, um, beautiful and glorious future for everybody? Excuse me. You're trying to. Excuse me. I recorded some voices for Adam. I have an answer to that. Excuse me. Yes, he is. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. It doesn't matter. This is the more important point. I do not. I feel confident the economy. Don't get me wrong. But I look at the people he's hired. John Bolton. I'm not confident he's going to hire the right people. But it doesn't matter anymore. You know why? Hmm. Because they're literally burning everything to the ground. The alternative and is worse. The alternative is, is beyond worse. The, the, the alternative the is oblivion, yeah. outright oblivion. Well, I, I look at that and, and it's like he came into office not as a politician, becoming a politician, becoming the highest honor of the land, like the president of, the, of America, you know, and half of the, half of the government right off the bat hated him still hates him still oh, yeah. hasn't dis- even accepted that he won in 2016 still to this day you know and then who knows how many people they were being like sh- you know make him look as bad as possible even if they hire if, if he hires you make him look terrible let's let's undermine everything we can to get him out of office you know now like he brought in bar you know i like bar well yep. he, he's so, he's started you can see it that he's starting to be like get into the flow you know, of understanding his powers. You know, Rex Tillerson, what is it? Rex, uh, Rex Tillerson. Tillerson t- talks about how he was kind of sick of having to tell Trump, you know, look. Is what you I, can't do. You, you, <laughs> no, no. He And he said, I liked almost every single thi- idea that Trump had. Almost all of them. But he was annoyed because Trump was just like, why can't we just do this? Yep. And he would be like, because legally we have to go through all of these things. And Trump's like, oh, like, dude, I just want to I want to fix all this. Like, let's do this. This. So he's had his hands tied behind his back. Well, no, hold on. This is actually a very common problem with business people becoming politicians. Right. When you own your own company, you're like, I see the problem. Boom. Fixed. Fixed. Right. When you're in government, you're like, I see the problem. Let's submit to committee and we'll hear back in three months. And then when half of that committee hates you because you ruined their whole plans to. Or you're costing them money or. Same thing. Their as stocks, far, as their far interests. as these people, that's yep. their plans. Their plans are money. That's what it is. Or their, re- or their re-election and their, their constituents are screaming come orange in, man bad. Come back to this meme. Cut, cut back to this meme. Now, now a little more context, it makes even more sense. Because the, they're after everybody. They want, and he's just, he's just in the way. And now he's learning how to really use the powers of the president to the the best of his abilities i i want to see I four think, more years I can't, I, think I can't wait he did face a learning curve his first time in in government oh yeah 
Hiring John Bolton was one of the most laughably stupid things. Mm -hmm. And he's hired a bunch of really dumb people. Many bad choices. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that because the alternative is like everything burning to the ground, that if Trump gets reelected and Republicans take over, they're going to fix several things like Section 230, yep. for, for instance. I would love that, yeah. It's, it's crazy to me. And the war on drugs. And the war on drugs. Bring our troops back from the Middle East. Yep. Man, I, I, I just want Trump to, to walk up on November 2nd and be like, decriminalizing marijuana federally, all gone. Everybody's being released. We're good. Don't worry. We're going to make sure the violent ones stay inside. I'll be like, all right, let's do this. I think so many people, he, he would probably win every single state, every single vote if he did that. Probably. What are they going to do? Come out against marijuana legalization? They would. They'd try. They, they would. Actually, Trump is wrong because some of these people, nah, uh-uh. Well, he made hemp legal, and I didn't know that until I started researching into him. And they, yep. that's awesome. Like, we, we don't have to cut, chop down trees to make paper or clothes. Like, hemp makes, oh, man, there's and countless things. You can make fuel out of hemp. And it grows like that. It's crazy. I'm Trade. not talking about like the people that smoke THC weed. I'm talking about like an hemp. actual application. Rope, paper, CBD. CB, CBD and hemp. Yeah, it's it's incredible what we can do with that. It's man, there's a lot. And lot, he did, and he did prison stuff. reform. Yeah. I think I think now that he like he probably oh, he, brought, he brought on a bunch of people he shouldn't have. Agreed. He's getting bad advice from people. He needs to he needs to get rid of the bad people. I yep. you know, but you know what, man? At this point, it doesn't even matter for me because I'm like, if Biden wins. Biden will be walked all over by the far left. He already is. He'll fall asleep, and then it'll be the Obama administration all over again. And people don't realize the horrific things they were doing. Yeah. If you know now that it, I'm 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 worried that there's gonna be a whole bait and switch that Trump. Oh yeah. No, with Trump. Oh, with Trump. Yeah, really? because he fired the missiles in Syria. Okay. He's been doing drone strikes. Been doing commando raids. Mm -hmm. Now, but to be fair, in the past couple of years, he's been pulling. You know, drawing things down a little bit. And who who was the person that was? Uh he was working with oh yeah bolton, bolton exactly and wh who's a warmonger oh yeah bolton he's the warmonger the excuse me the OG, warmonger i'm yeah. hoping here's my interesting here's, well, so while he was doing all that no while, while he was doing all that who was the one that was helping him whispering in his ear like this is what we need to do bolton so, so here's course, so he was doing all that here's what i want now got rid of bolton i just want to finish this got rid of bolton now what is he trying to do bring the troops home so here's what i want i want trump to be so angry with john bolton he, he ends all this war just to spite him because Bolton writes nice. that book and starts ragging on him. Yeah. I want Trump to hold a grudge and be like, you cross me. Oh, yeah. I'll pull all our troops back. I'll be like, yeah, Trump, you show him. Bring our troops back yes. from the Middle East and from Syria and from these other countries where yeah. they shouldn't be. Right, right. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I have, That's I what I have I'm friends for. that are, are stationed out in uh, Europe right now, just in case. Yeah, I, I can't believe I... I how many liberal friends I have are like, well, the war actually, I'm like, great. Trump's going to announce he's going to decriminalize pot and they're going to be like, oh boy, mm, but bad. you know, there are issues. <sighs> I, I would love to hear their argument for that. They did it with war. Yeah, they did it with war. You know, I was reading this neocon who talked about the importance of American imperialism. And I'm, no, 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 no. Sorry. You can't be mad at Trump for firing the missiles when I agree with you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're mad at Trump when he's pulling them out. Because now I disagree with you. you what you're doing makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. No principles. Mm-hmm. Well, how about we take this opportunity to jump over to the Super Chats? Yes. If you haven't already, make sure you lightly tap that there like button. Nah, no, 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 no. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. There you go. Wrong. You smash that like button. You smash. I'm, I'm having fun with my soundboard, by the way. So you Adam, smash it. You Adam, sm I'm not done. You smash that like button. Okay, continue. Adam asked me to record some Trump impersonations. Wrong. No, that's that's correct. Actually. Actually, yeah, that, that is, it is. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. So now he can make my Trump sounds. China. At Tim. Yep. At me. <laughs> China. It's great. 
those are actually uh, Tim doing that. So yeah. that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Also, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, hit the like button and um, uh, not- the, not- the-, the notification bell. We're going to read your super chats now. Yes. And uh, if you really do like the show, spread the good word of TimCast mm-hmm. IRL. Just tell everybody we're the best. Mm-hmm. We're on all of the, you know, you- we're on all. We are, yeah. On all platforms. We're on all. Okay, I do want to say thanks for uh, the person who sent me this epic what is this button cool board. Thing? This button is board. a, uh, a f- I can smash the buttons. Oh, cool! And uh, it does things. It, it makes sounds, I guess. So this is pretty insane. This thing. Look at this beautiful sound box. Cool. So cool. Custom made. Made of real wood. Gotta make it work. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's read some super chats. We got Ryan Duffy. He says, "I disagree with the anti-YouTuber sentiment." I want to be a YouTuber. It's not for fame. It's to share my experience in hopes that it has a positive impact on people. Fame is just a resource to help broaden the potential impact. I love you guys. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, well, all right. On that note, you have something that you are, are able to give to people. You know, you, you, when you have a child who's like, I want to be a YouTuber. And if that is their goal, then, you know, I mean, and this is the general consensus of mo- mo- there was a poll about asking kids what they want to do when they grow up. And it was a YouTuber be an influencing YouTuber. Canada, same exact same answer. You know, and they asked uh, Chinese kids, you know what they wanted I know, to be? I know the answer. Do you want to say it? Scientists. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a YouTuber if you have something to say, like what you just said. If if you have, you know, a, a voice and you have a, a, a solid backing of what you want to give to people and people want to listen to it, by all means, be a YouTuber. That's awesome. You know, I didn't I didn't start out wanting to be a YouTuber. I just and I have a lot of experience doing many different things in my life. So it you know, it, it helps me be a YouTuber like I am now, you know? So there it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but the fact that our kids that is the sole thing that they want to do, you know, you can't ignore that that is a problem. We we can't have everybody just wanting to be YouTubers. Tr- trying to influence each other to be YouTubers. We need some astronauts. It'll be, it'll be a, a, a cycle of everyone just ends up being YouTubers. And then wh- wh- the doctors, the science, like we used to like glorify scientists and doctors and astronauts. Th- like those, like that's what we need. Like, I mean, we, Elon Musk, we still kind of do it. And he's one of my heroes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. You know, so, you know, the, I, I never said that there's anything wrong with being a youtuber at all you know it's it's about having a voice having something there build yourself and then be a youtuber have something to give to people you clearly do so that's that's great there you go so we're going to read some more but make sure you follow me on twitter instagram and parlor at timcast you can follow at adam krigler on the same platforms instagram twitter and parlor and you can also follow at sour patch lids l-y-d-s on twitter and parlor too and uh, let's read this here super chat from Ian Hall. He says to General T. Pool, Salty Army, First Division HQ, please use this money to facilitate the move of your overlord, the cat. Yes. P.S. Is it too late to vote Alien Invasion 2020? It is not. Do it to it. This All is right. not spinning fast enough. Spin it. it. That's basically like Jay a Max spin the says, yeah. I had a rough childhood, but I'm well off now. So I have to manufacture challenges for my two kids. I cannot tell you how many friends and family members tell me I'm being too hard on them. My mom-in-law is the worst, even though her parents were super strict and she lived on a farm. Kids got to have challenges, man. You can't just take, you know, give them whatever they want. Absolutely. 100% agree. Definitely. Hello, Tim, Adam, and Lydia. First time donor, long time listener. My husband and I own a house in Northwest Chicago. We just received our previous owner's vote by mail application. What should we do with it? Keep up the great work. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. That's that's a problem. Shout out to the Northwest suburbs. Yeah. Where I grew up. I don't know. 
I don't know what you do with it. What do you do when you get someone else's mail? I'd Google it. Return it. Shred it. Return it. Call the post office. I'm taking it back. Yep, that's a good. That's Joseph Kasky says, uh, "Return to sender." I guess. Yeah, maybe. Joseph Kasky says, "This is the evergreening of America, and I have been regularly telling everyone around me the history of these current events. Critical theory in action. We could have had Tulsi or Yang, but the neo libs refused to give up their grit. Yes, there yep. could have been a slightly left left leaning populist." who was willing to work with conservatives, appear on their shows, argue with them, and actually come to a compromise. Instead, it was far left or nothing or corporate Biden. Yeah. So this is what you get. You get Trump. Now it's both. And now you get Trump. Well, Biden is far left and corporate. Oh, right. I mean, he's not not enough of either. He's not far left enough for the far left. Build back better. Yeah, build back better. (laughs) Ty Scott says, the new UFO should be on the way. I got Adam another item as as well that pairs with another prop you guys have in the studio hopefully you'll enjoy it aloha from the valley i appreciate it okay i'm excited i know exactly this this person hit us up the other what was the name i i missed the name ty yeah ty scott thank you ty that's awesome you were talking about a new ufo i guess we've got a new a ufo for adam cast which is which is is it like the same kind of ufo i have no idea that's you you know about as much as me i must spin this ufo though because i'm i'm stoked right now there's one that has a cow on it (laughs) it's like sucking the cow up i saw oh fun that's interesting cool and i'm i'm excited for the uh the extra item that you have uh included in there yeah yeah Deplorable pirate Captain Gunbeard says, if you move anywhere near water, here's a few dollars for a stand-up paddleboard or kayak. I was thinking about getting a kayak. Yeah, man. But just in general, I was thinking about it. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Daniel J says, listening to you guys while mountain biking on the Glacier Ridge mountain bike trail on Long Island. Here is cat food money. People really like making sure our cat is fed. He is very well fed. Yeah. Plural. Cats. There's there's two that live here. Sporkwitch says, read Friday stream. Feminism and equal rights did affect the market and income. Almost overnight, labor supply doubled while demand stayed the same. This is the start of a shift from one provider family to both parents working without time for the kids. What, yeah, I've that's, heard, that's a good point that we didn't even talk about earlier when we were talking about what, we, like, what could be the cause of this we didn't snowflake get into, generation. Well, no, we, we, right. What we talked about was the economic shift where all of a sudden the middle class stagnated, but the 1% grew. Yeah. We didn't get into great detail about it, but one of the things I have talked about in the past is that when you, when you brought, you know, when, when equality came about, all of a sudden the workplace, the, the, the labor supply doubled overnight. Yep. But not just that, it was a bunch of Republicans who were pro-immigration. These, that's why Bernie Sanders said it was right wing. And so all of a sudden the labor supply was being rapidly flooded. And it was easy to suppress wages. So, yes, I think we've been exploited by massive multinational corporations for yeah. a variety of reasons to drive wages down for cheaper labor to extract resources for themselves. You know who's uh, and, trying to make a change to that? Yes. Can you can you and, give me back to this meme real quick? Here, here, here. There oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Say no more. All right, continue. A bunch of the demands of progressives were, were enacted under Trump. A bunch of businesses started bringing in parental leave because the economy was so good. Awesome. Four-day work weeks. Awesome. Improved health care. They want to. They, 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 they want, want to make him so bad, but orange man rad. Well, but he didn't do it. <laughs> no, listen, he didn't do it. They want the government to mandate these things. Oh, okay. And it was really funny when I read the news and I was like, it, by ignoring it and just having a prosperous economy, these things naturally emerged. Mm, yep. I see. Yep. Let's read some more. Let's see. Poofy says, like Adam's, uh, like, liked Adam's Trump deep dive. Keep up the good work, you guys. Thank you very much. There you go. Thank you. Grant Fulweiler says, my girlfriend keeps getting jealous because the only thing I smash is the like button. <laughs> <laughs> you can't well, just do uh, the like uh, button. Come on. That might be something you need to uh, fix. 
fix. (laughs) All right, let's see. King Canuck says, a humble ask. You've recently taken to posting snips of articles and headlines by comparison with captions like, see, I told you, and it's not always obvious where your sources are and what you mean. Can you link those? And if not, why? Have a great one. Are you talking about Twitter? Probably that the issue is that you can't have two articles next to each other. If you do, if you post like two links, then one link looks like a link and then it auto loads the other link. So you can't actually contrast the stories. Yeah. So then I don't know. I just didn't post the sources. So I will next time. Maybe just add like add another tweet below the original With the sources. Yeah. yeah, I think I've done that before, too. That's yeah. yeah. Mostly yeah. just to contrast the headlines. But the other thing, too, is you can Google search the headline. The story pops right up. Justin Four says Canadian PM and government in trouble over awarding contract to the W.E. Foundation, which has six figure connections to family members of prominent government figures, including Trudeau himself. But that's like saying government does government stuff. What else is new? Cornelis Jantz D. Jager says, I don't understand why Dems blame Trump for 150K deaths, but 100,744 died in Dem-led states since mm. 27th of July mm-hmm. and 45,802 in Republican states. You can download the full data set from the bottom table. I can't link it, but yeah. The hot yep. thought says, thank you for your service. Now make some aliens dizzy. <laughs> well, there you go. I know what that is. It means. is a good point, though. They act like Trump is, is, is an authoritarian for sending federal law enforcement around the country. And he's a failure for not mandating the states follow his decree. Yeah, that is. There's no win. Yeah, what? What? So you wanted him to lock you down before, but now you don't want. But him now to you're lock mad you down. he's locking you down. But he's. But and and he's not even locking. Wait, anyone wait, think down. about this. Hold on, hold on. The cops arrested these two guys in New Jersey, right? Right. What do you think Trump would do if he enforced these hard, like national mask, uh, mask law? People are saying Trump should mandate masks nationwide. Well, what do you think happens if you don't wear them? The police are going to come and they're going to get you're going to get in trouble. The cops are going to do something. Yep. So they don't want Trump to stop murders, but they do want him to stop people who won't wear masks. Uh huh. Amazing. Makes sense. Oh, it drives me crazy. So J.W. Duncan says, Dear Tim and crew, I wish I could afford more. I'm disabled with spinal injuries, but I thoroughly enjoy your perspective. And if I could afford to donate more to you, I would have. Thanks for your voice. I really appreciate it, man. Thank don't thank you. Much. Don't thank feel you. obligated or pressured. You know, we, no. I, you guys take care of yourselves first and foremost. But I'm going to spin the UFO for you. Heck there yeah. you go. Andy, the camera guy, says you should look into the lyrics for The Sound of Silence. The song really seems to resonate with what's going on in the country and the work you guys are doing. And the people bowed and prayed to the neon god they made. I know. I love that song. It's Great incredible. Song. I was actually just, just trying to jam out, uh, learn how to play it. Mitchell uh, Bosick says... I voted Democrat my whole life, but they have gone crazy and I'll be voting Trump this year. I don't know if I'll ever vote Democrat Democrat again. How could we hear this over and over again from so many people? Yep. And they still claim that Trump is losing. No, that I, I they keep claiming it, but I'm just I laugh every time I see it because that's all I see. We keep hearing these the walk away campaign. Walk away means leaving the Democratic yeah. side, not leaving the Republican side, leaving the Democratic side. Ooh, hey, check us out. Drew M. says, we filed a lawsuit against Google and we are appealing a challenge to Section 230. I sent a link oh, to Adam. Wow. Oh, cool. Interesting. All right. Yeah. I, I hope I can find it. I um, I actually just did a new tweet today. Uh, if you're on Twitter, um, post it on the new tweet pinned on my page. It's just the new thread for the week of uh, ideas for the show. Jim Watari says, moving money. Appreciate it, man. Yes. Mommy Yov 2 says, so how about Tom Hanks getting citizenship in Greece? Yeah, weird, Oof. right? I well, I didn't I hear know. about that, but I don't oh. follow celebrities. Elijah Johnson, Johnson says, I understand if you can't or don't want to, 
but I thought I'd ask you, Tim. Anyway, I have a term assignment due in a couple of weeks, and I hope I could interview you for it. Hope you could do it. Love your content. I really appreciate the super chat, but I got to be honest. I work like 16 hours a day every single day, and I've missed the past three meetings with the animators. Oh, serious? Three meetings? <laughs> Dude, I, my yeah. brain is fried. Oh. Man. Well, and, and they're the time zone difference, too. But like... It's, it's, I'm working and then I finally finish and I'm like, I don't, so here's, here's the thing. I don't eat until I finish all of my work. Yeah, you're crazy. So it's like 4 p.m. I finally eat for the first time in the day. And then after I'm done, I'm like, I missed that meeting. Yeah. It happened three, three times in a row. The first half of the day, he gets all of his energy from the beanie. It like sends it directly into his brain. It's an inadvertent intermittent fasting kind of thing. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. It's not intentional. It's just like, (laughs) I don't like eating until I've completed all of my tasks. Because it's just like, I don't know, man. I used to actually have a snack in between. I'd have like a bag of chips. Yeah. And then it would just like, uh. or, or unicorn meat. Unicorn meat. We used to, yeah, we have, we have uh, the, the <laughs> mythical, mythical jerky. We don't Werewolf. do that anymore. Yeah. L, uh, LR Design Studio, Laurie Sullivan Roy says, when is your next jam session? I am ever increasingly impressed by you, Tim. All of you, but you know, Tim. Fridays. Friday nights Friday. after the show. I am working on a new song. Yep. A brand new one, literally. Oh, oh, new, new. Literally brand new. Nice, Just like wrote nice. it in the past couple, like month or so. All right. We'll see how it comes out. I think it's great. Gareth Green says, Pool Sunbay, would you ever consider speaking at an event held by rich conservatives in Southern California? Also, the leftward slant of so many Facebook friends has driven me away to parlor for the time being. I, would, I have no problem speaking at various events. The issue is that I'm <laughs> working all day, every day, nonstop. Yep. I go to bed like an hour after we finish the show, like have like uh, uh, you know, some water and just chill for a minute. Go to bed, wake up, right back to work. There's like a brief period between 4 and 6 p.m. where it's like I can skate or eat food or something. But we've been in a heat wave, man. It's been it's been like 100 degrees it's, all day. It's brutal, it's, yeah. It's nightmarish. pretty bad. I, we tried skating, and I was just like melting the whole time. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fun to, you know, get ridiculously sweaty, but it's hard to skate, man. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's see. JM says, I am a conservative-leaning LGBT libertarian living in Portland, and I'm scared. The mob stabbed a black conservative man last night. If you participate in wrong think, you're a target here. Can't wait till I can afford to leave. Well, I appreciate the super chat, man, but you should probably keep get, keep your money so you can move out. I mean that, you know, I'm, I've been saying get out of the cities. A lot of people have been. Yep. I hope you're all, you know, taking care of yourselves. Definitely. The Scott says, I don't condone wanton violence and I hate to see people dying for nothing, but stupid should hurt. When parents and society pads the consequences for stupidity, we end up being led by the naive, the entitled, and the evil. Or being led by whiny, entitled kids who are like, I can't believe I'm being arrested. Why is this happening to me? My, my friend was only throwing Molotov cocktails. It's a cocktail. Come on. It's a drink. Look at this. Uh, Air Techie says, a black pro-Trump supporter was gunned down in broad daylight in Chicago. Well, that was, was that Milwaukee? Or was it, that was Milwaukee, right? I I mean, these stories are popping up. It could yeah. be something could it be Chicago different. Too? I don't know. In Austin, a leftist with a gun got shot today. When will, Ameri- when will America incident that pushes thing over the edge into civil war? I mean, I think when the mayor of Portland joined in the riots yeah. and then agreed with their demands, except for his own resignation. Well, he, he, agreed, he agreed with some of their demands. Well, basically one, I guess, getting the feds out of Portland. But when he joined them, when the AG of Oregon sued the federal government, and now all these mayors are telling Trump, keep your feds out of our states. Yes, yeah, sued the government and lost. And lost? Right. They're challenging the feds' authority. This is unprecedented. I agree. Vox said the only other precedence is reconstruction when the union moved into the South to, to occupy it. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Where are we right now? Yep. 
Gareth Green says, Pool Sunbay, an ancient history channel where you do commentary on ancient historical events in the same style as you do contemporary news. It could be fun and add context to news. Maybe. The deep dives. Maybe. That's my field, baby. Well, I'm, my goal, <laughs> so right now, I'm arguably, ar- arguably at an output of like five hours of content per day. Okay. Because we do the live show, but the next day we do clips. Mm-hmm. I would love to get to 24 hours of content per day. <sighs> wow. I don't think it's possible. Big brother kind of stuff? Well, we're going to do vlogging. We're going to like just have like a ridiculous library. Yeah. I think no, but I think it means hiring other people to do shows, and yep. it means um, hiring people to do deep dive in history. I'm I've got plans for hiring people for news to actually, like I said, man, inspired by Michael Tracy, just hire people. To, like go drive around, do whatever you want. Yep. Get in your car, go drive, write something up, and we'll publish it. I like it. Like specifically to go, I would love to have like reporters who who literally just drive around what the left likes to call the flyover states. Yeah. Where they don't actually care who lives there and what they what they what they think, and actually ask them what they think, you know. I like it. That'd be amazing. Yep. Help give some insight, and I think the New York Times and other outlets have tried doing it mm-hmm. because they realize they've lost touch with Middle America. Yes, they have. But that's you know that's big. Balian says, finally back in civilization, was on top of a big A hill, soon to be one of the largest gold pit mine in the world in Alaska. Now I have a week's worth of videos to catch up on to see how much the country has burned down. Oh quite a bit, actually. <laughs> lots, quite a bit. A lot's happened. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's, where are we at? We'll jump down here. David T says, dude, I started unschooling my son last October. He is always outside of a park. He has video game class, but, he, but has assignments on how to monetize video game play. Cool. He turns 13 this December and has become an awesome little dude. Rad. I like <laughs> that. Cool. There you go. Awesome if they're going to play, you know, make them... Uh, monetize it i like yeah. it yeah that's exactly right yeah yeah joe rogan had this big thing about video games oh i have i have a thread on my my page I, he's half right I he's, he's half right yeah but yeah. he but but he, if you listen to the fuller context of what he was saying outside of the snip people were posting yeah he was saying the challenge with gaming in terms of becoming pro is that some games fade away and there are pro gamers whose game became unpopular and now they're out of work that's a good point. You have to adapt to every new game, and it's much more difficult than just being, you know, a trainer or whatever. Yeah. There are a lot of games that don't get as much traffic anymore. That's true. And they, people were really big, and now... So, it's it's tough. But, hey, you know what? The truth is, a lot of football players have the same problem. Okay. You know? So, if you, if you, like, if you make it big with your particular gameplay, whether it's physical sports or video games, make sure you save your money, invest it. That way, when the game dies out, you can op- open up your own Wen- Wendy's. You, there was a, a, a Bulls player who did that. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He like he knew that most players had short careers. Yeah, really short. And so he started. The first thing he did was he went to a Wendy's and said, "I want to." He went to the manager and said, "Will you teach me everything you know about how to run a Wendy's?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, dude, like a a, a Bulls player." Yeah. Now the dude is retired from the NBA, but he owns a whole bunch of Wendy's That's franchises. So cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's amazing. Smart. Smart dude. Or at least I read that on the internet, so I assume it's true. Of course. Matt Meyer says, "Hello, Tim, Adam, and Lydia. First time. Oh, I read that one already, didn't I? I did." Gareth Green says, is there a map of the riot somewhere? No, there should there be, should though. There should be. Yeah, I was yeah. seeing that today. That is a good point. There should be. Joshua Kitchen says, give me someone to vote for who is not Trump. Sad face, Unity 2020. Hey, look, I hear you, man. The only issue is, I hate to say it, but if Trump doesn't win, I'm genuinely concerned about what happens to this country. And I find that funny because I hear people saying the inverse. If Biden doesn't win, what happens to this country? The only issue is, I can show you all day, every day, the fake news and how the media is lying about Trump. Yep. How we had three years of like the best economy in, in, in our generation. And actually really good policies that were being enacted by the president. Prison reform. Yep. 
there were war problems. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this. Oh, and the lead, one of the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement straight up said, we need Biden in office because he's malleable. Right. We, we can't make Trump do what we need, but we can definitely make Biden do it because yep. he'll succumb to violence. What? Here's what I see. With Trump, you might get some status quo stuff you don't like. Yeah. But he's going to do, he's going to, the country will be the country. America will be, will be America. People are acting like the federal police that, man, the propaganda is insane. There's a photo going around that appears to show federal officer pointing a riot control shotgun at the throat of a young woman. Wow. Have you seen it? No. It's fake. She's standing like, she's standing here and the gun is like right here. But they took the, they took the photo. So it's like this. Yeah. But you can see her head's tilted to the left. There's another photo from a different angle where it's the same thing. It's like this. He's pointing past her and people are trying to frame it like he's pointing at her. Of course. And of course, Reddit is dominated by this stuff. Of course. That's scary to me. What do you want? Uh, what, how do you want to live? Do you want to have your free speech taken away? Do you want to have your state start just like taking your rights, your gun rights, your, your, your right to property, your Fifth Amendment? I mean, Fifth Amendment, they were falsely, falsely accusing people. Excuse me. Uh, we had this, the, all the big scandal with the colleges, Title IX, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Our, our amendments and our civil rights are under attack, man. Yeah, it is the evergreening of America. That's exactly it. Yep. Kevin McCarthy says, Adam gets Trump. Tim is coming around. Technically, I think I'm becoming more. Um, the w- hold on. Hold on. Technically. Well, right. So in actuality, I'm becoming more depressed looking at Biden every day. Excuse me. It's true. <laughs> I feel slightly better about Trump than I did two years ago because of the, the attempt at withdrawal of our troops from Afghanistan. Yeah, that means a lot. It really does mean a lot to me. I, I see it. Yeah. But what's really happening, in my opinion, is the left is 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 drifting further and further away and they're becoming more and more emboldened and psychotic. And the governor of New Jersey literally arrested two small business owners. Yeah, it's that, that's like, uh, you know what, man? There's two things here. How dare you? You want to play these games? I'm going to go and vote for Trump despite some of these people. Yep. <clears throat> but the other thing is, Trump didn't do it. Trump didn't order anybody to be arrested. He's actually not sending the feds to enforce this stuff. Yeah, the Democratic mayors and governors are, are the authoritarians. It's crazy. If you just pay attention, you see it. You wanna, I, I'm just, you know what I'm worried? I'm worried the Democrats are going to cheat an election. I'm dead serious. I think so. Yeah. I'm worried about it. Yep. Because they're, they're, blaming they're, they're ramping up already, and it's like, you guys are the ones doing all the shady stuff. I can't imagine any scenario where this election ends quickly and normally like we used to expect it. With mail-in voting, it's going to be a month-long process. Well, you know you know what is going to happen, right? We're it's going to be scary, man. Well, there's... there's China. Yeah. Them. That, yeah. I think, I think they're... I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, in Australia, aren't, they're no longer neutral. They sent a letter to the UN saying, we're no longer neutral with China. We are going to back America and help them in the South... South. I don't know. I want to say South China Sea, but it's not the South China Sea. What would that? That's what they call it? What no, would no, no. That water... it, it is the South China Sea. That's what it's okay, called. Okay, that is what it's they're called. just trying to claim they own it. All right, all right. Well, I mean, that's that that happened last week, and you know now we're we're kicking them out of our consulates, the Chinese consulates in America. They're kicking us out of their consulates in China. What's really going on? AG Bar called them out a couple weeks ago. It's like 
things well, seem to be ramping up and it you know what no incumbents ever been voted out when they're at war right is that is not the case i believe that's the case i think that's i, I could think be that's, wrong I've, that's what i've heard i i don't know that to be an exact fact but, but this is a, this is this is different man i know it's unprecedented yeah. what we're going on right now but i have a, i have a feeling if a war broke out that the overwhelming majority of americans would immediately back trump yep and they would argue something similar to me like I wouldn't normally choose this man, but the alternative is is oblivion. I think the majority of Americans are backing Trump already. Yeah, I don't disagree. I would say 62% based on the Cato. I can't imagine you would be an American who's scared to speak and you'd think Biden will save me from this. (laughs) No, you're probably going to be like, we need a correction. We need someone who's going to stand up to these people and give me back my freedom. I'm scared. Absolutely. I guess we'll see how things play out, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already smashed that like button, smash it. then smash that like button and the subscribe button and the notification bell. And make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast. You can also follow at Adam Krigler in the same place. And you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S, on Twitter and Parlor as well. We do the show every Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. So thank you all so much for hanging out. But it is now 10, so we'll be wrapping things up unless there's anything else anybody wanted to to say no i think we got it oh, there's well, a super it. chat one last one sword one and scale one. just said thanks for what you do tim hey i appreciate it sword and scale and i i, sword I, and feel, scale the, is a, I feel the same way sword and scale is a very big and popular podcast oh cool oh, yeah very neat. Oh, right i think on. one of the top podcasts oh, in the world that's awesome. really it means a lot i appreciate it yeah. cool right yeah on. well i feel the same man thanks for what oh you wait do. we got one more oh, oh we got another oh, one one more tim did you get your ar from crowder yet <clears throat> well well about that I actually got a call from the gun shop. It's been sitting there for a while. It was sent very far away because it had to be modified in New Jersey because New Jersey has insane laws. Okay. And so they finally hit me up and they were like, it's been modded. It's legal. However, you're very far from us. And so I was like, there's no way I'll have time to go and get it. And they said, we're going to ship it out from our location after the modifications to a new location. So oh, cool. it's waiting for me. And they were like, they were really... The guy was like, we got a call from this company. Like, the, the, the president of, of SIG is calling. It's like, what's <laughs> oh, going no, on? no doubt. That's cool. He's really asking for it. I'm like, wow, wow. So <laughs> I feel very special. They're going to roll the red carpet out when you go pick so, it up. <laughs> look, I'm not surprised. It actually took quite a, quite a while because New Jersey is, I guess, what, what do you say? It's, what do they call it? One of the evil seven? Uh, the evil seven states. The evil yeah. seven states. A really, really awful state for, for gun rights. Yeah. And so it had to be sent somewhere where they could actually modify it to make it legal. Now it's done and I can, you know, pick it up, but not too far. So they're going to ship it to me in a closer location. So I'm excited for that. But with that being said, it is time that we go bye bye. So thank you all so much for hanging out. Thanks for smashing the like button. Thanks for the super chats. And thank you for subscribing. We will be back tomorrow with clips throughout the day and live at 8 p.m. And we'll see you all then. Good night, everybody.